Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode number 63. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> At this point, okay, like recording live from Germany, from Munich, from yeah. München, München, yeah, München, the far south, München like massive, the, like the deep conservative part of the of the German, the Reich, yeah, F- Federal Republic or whatever. <laughs> So come see Casimir for the weekend. Gonna have some games tomorrow. Yeah. Play at the local club. Yeah, you're gonna play like the like the, the paragons of the Nightfish community. We're gonna play against Klexa. We're gonna play against Eisenheimrich. Just Flo. Yeah, just Flo. That's like three of the biggest personalities in the whole of Nightfish, I think. Like uh, like Eisenheimrich is a rules clarity guy who answers all the questions, right? Just, yeah, he's a good lad, actually. Yeah, this guy. Just Flo is the head of the ACS. Uh, ACS, yeah, and Klexi uh, is like Fra- the, Fraz's best friend. Yeah, exactly. Like the biggest uh, KOE guy, I guess. Yeah. So uh, today, uh, joined on the podcast by Mister Casimir the Swede himself in person. Yeah, for the first Luxury. time in a long time. Yeah. Luxury, and also special guest. We got a uh, we got Fraz Cam. In all the way from uh, Glasgow. Alright. Thanks for coming on the show. Love to hear your sultry Scottish Man. tones as always. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know how many people understand me, but that might be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so much less controversy. <laughs> we, 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 can just, we can just pretend that we don't understand you, and then, then yeah. whatever you say is like mute. Yeah, it's like. Just like look, like you know, with that slightly pers- perplexed like thing where you look at people, like, what? You smile and nod, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about the new Vermiswarm update. I think we're in alpha th- number three. Yeah, number three. Number three. So there's been a recent update last week, and then we're also going to go over some of the Kingdom of Equitane background supplement. So if you're interested in what's going to happen with the Kingdom of Equitain book, it's going to be like an interesting perspective because I'm the, the lab coordinator. You're so like I've the got spider in the web. The spider in the web. <laughs> got some interesting insights perhaps on what's going to happen with the new book. So we can look at the background and see maybe how this reflects with the, what's coming in the new book. Yeah. So stay tuned. Ooh. We don't have a mailbag. Oh, wait, wait, Tommy Tucker didn't write to us? Didn't write to us this oh, week. Rough. Didn't write to us this week. Rough. He's given it's, us the cold shoulder. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to be rejected, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I assume he came last in last place in uh, the last in Bath in, last weekend. So yeah, okay. probably on a bit of a hobby hiatus again, yeah. as usual. Just <laughs> like chuck everything out the window, yeah. then come get it back in time. <laughs> so I think what we can talk about is uh, what you've been doing in the hobby, Casimir. Yeah, shit. It's been a while. So, so like since the Vermisworm Lab, I've been, uh, yeah, I've been building a lot of stuff. Like I, I really like. I put a lot of effort. What, into what are, have you made? Any of the new units? Yeah. Well, I would. 
It depends on what which units you consider to be new. I haven't made any chariots or something like that. I don't know, what but, like, like the spark devices or something? Uh, well, Doom spark devices? Yeah, Is that a thing? They're just the old dreadmills. Okay, but, like, but there's those, some on the 50 by 75. Yeah, that's that's the new chariots. I haven't made any of those uh, because I don't, I don't like them. They're a bit retarded. Yeah, it's like... Let's be honest. It's just like a chariot, this, this impact hits twice and it just makes me sad. Like, I don't like... like I like. You're, the, you're, you're basically, you're hedging your bets. You're like, these are going to get cut out of the rules yeah. because they're stupid so I'm not going to make them and hopefully they just get cut out of the rules and I don't have to make them I mean yeah basically and like, I think my perspective is that I want to play Seekers and Seekers don't like <laughs> Seekers don't like impact hits and these chariots they do impact hits twice so I don't want them to be in the game so is, that, just, is that what they do? I don't even know what they do like basically they, they do impact hits and then when they die they explode and do automatic hits as well Okay. So, so like basically, like basically, they it sounds a bit like Seekers, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, it's not at all the same. Nothing is the same. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. So, so what yeah. have you actually been doing in the hobby? So, I, I've been building uh, a unit of uh, six Marmillo boots, and uh, so I Marmillo boots. Yeah, exactly. That's the the shooty ogre-sized things, all fifty by fifty, and uh, I had like three of those moles, like the uh, I think. What are they called? Like the Games Workshop... Uh, uh, storm Fiends? Yeah, yeah, Storm Fiends. That's the one. So, so, I don't know how you remember these names. Well, you're the one who remembered them. Yeah, but, okay, okay. I went on the Games Workshop site the other day and I was looking at these models and I, and I saw, like, Chaos Marauders. And I was like... Barbarians? <laughs> I was like, this is weird. Like, Marauder Horsemen. Like, huh? Do you not mean like barbarian horseman? Yeah. It was like now it's like fully ingrained yeah. in my brain. I mean, I, I definitely like I noticed that for every army that I actually play, every time I see a guest workshop name, I'm like, what? Wait, wait, wait a second. Like, he's not a dread sphinx. It's a it's a neck neck sphinx, sphinx. I guess. Uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> no, so so wait, wait, when you see them on eBay for three hundred euros, yeah. Is what you mean. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I I can tell you that I have enough sphinx moles to last me a lifetime. Like I think I dude put them on eBay, sell them, man. Like you get like that's like that's like a pension, no, 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 no. that's like a pension fund. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> maybe, but I'm keeping them. Like I like I need them. I need them for the future when I can in the future when I can play five sphinxes. You know? like, for I literally, I think Just I, in the, the grand army. Yeah, I think I literally have. Uh, I think I have in total six or seven sphinx models. <laughs> Why? Why? Because I love sphinxes. <laughs> it's my. It's my. What okay. my case? <laughs> so you've been making some Amilla brutes. Yes. Okay. So I had three, and then I was like, I need to make even a six. And I looked in my like pile of bullshit that I bought over years, and I found like two big uh, rat monsters. So I think one is the. Uh, uh, Vermin Lord, I think was it called in Games Workshop, like the uh, so so the uh, ruinous dictator now, like the big rat. So I made that. I cut that guy up a bit and converted him and made him into a champion in the unit. And then there was like another. I think it was like a special character or something in Warhammer, uh, Fanquil or something like that. It has like a big, a, like really big rat with four weapons in its arms. And I made that guy. I put like four shooting weapons on a. Big rats, it was, and he takes like up the space of two units, like two moles in the unit. So you've so, been doing some unit fillers. Yeah, exactly. So that, so that, that was like the two big conversions. I had to do quite a lot of green stuff and, and stuff. It was, it was really fun because for, for the first time 
in converting, I actually decided that like I don't give a shit about these malls. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna cut them up, chop them up, yeah, just chop them over, like put on new things, put on green stuff and stuff. And it like it was fun, and it actually turned out really well. So, so it was a good experience in general. Awesome. Fraz, how about you? Have you been doing any hobby? Uh, definitely not. Not <laughs> in twenty twenty one. Okay. So that was nice and small compared to Casimir's. <laughs> <laughs> Very short and sweet. Yeah, no, no. It's a uh, reminiscent of your own personality. <laughs> I called you short and sweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sweet. Like, focus on the positive parts. I'm five foot nine. That's average, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I've uh, I've been not doing that much. Mm-hmm. I've been building things, like always. Like always. Like you you sent me a picture of like a kraken that's half done recently. Yeah. So I I've been I've been I bought this like Games Workshop Anvil Guard kit. What? What it, what is that even? So it's like a it's like the Dread Elves army box oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I know. So I, I was like, okay, I wanted I wanted to buy the Hydra Kraken model to do a kit bash. Mm. And it was like four hundred krona. And I was like, okay, I can buy the this like team box yeah. for like five hundred krona. So I pay like one hundred yeah. krona more. Yeah, this and I get I get a chariot and ten corsairs. As well, yeah. As well. So I was like, okay, well, I can use the Corsairs, like the cloaks, when I come to make my Corsairs for, like, the cloaks. Yeah. Yeah, and just chuck them. And I, can, I want the Hydra Kraken model anyway to make a Kraken. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can also use the chariot to make a chariot. So It makes sense. So pay 100 credit more and get it. Get everything. So what I did, like, actually, from the, mo- from the box that I actually got, I can actually make two chariots. Because there's like, there's two kind of like shells for the chariots. Seriously? Yeah. But there's not two like, like the long thing that goes in between the horses or the the raptors, let's say. Yeah, whatever it's called. But I had a spare one from like an old uh, warrior's chariot. So I added that one. So basically I got from this box, I got my Kraken. I got two chariots, which I combined with a few other bits and bobs that I've yeah. acquired in other places, like to make actual the, like the base of the chariot and the wheels and stuff, and the, and the riders because I'm obviously using samurais. So I kind of, I kind of, I probably like added a few other bits which cost a bit more, but still I got like the chassis of the chariots from sure. this, and then I also got the corsairs as well. So it was quite a good purchase. Yeah, I, feel. I see. So I got a very yeah. value for money. Like these games workshop like big boxes. Yeah, pretty I, good. I did. I did this uh, for my warriors once, where I wanted. So I wanted the big pigs that the orcs uh, ride on. I think they're called Gorgrantas or something uh, for my warrior army. And it turns out that like if you buy the big box, it's only like uh, I don't know, like so hundred krona more. Yeah, hundred krona more. Get all the other stuff. Yeah, you get like lots of orcs and stuff as well. So I like I did the same. Like I bought the bought it for the pigs and then sold the orcs or something. Yeah. So I ended up making like making it less cost less than just a ball box of whatever yeah. it was you know? but I mean I, I figure out like also like the some of the bits as well like the banner from the Corsairs I'll probably use at some yeah, point yeah it's a nice and, banner yeah so the, these kind of things are ah it was worth it yeah. so basically I'm, I'm kit bashing a Kraken slash Hydra 
what was called in Games Workshop? Charybdis? Yeah, I, maybe, I don't know if it's the same in Age of Sigmar. I don't know. Yeah. So basically, I bought this box and I'm kit, ba kit bashing it. A cracker. Yeah, so instead of, instead of it like standing up like a pleb, yeah, like, like, with it's like, yeah, like, like normally it's like the, like, yeah, like the heads go up basically. Yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm, I kind of like tilted it downwards. Yeah. On top, and I built like a rock, and then it's like it's like coming down from a jump or something. Yeah, yeah. So it looks a little bit like the Forge World mirror worm. No, oh no, yeah, no yeah, one. yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's kind of what I was going for, and it's gonna have like um, if you imagine the the release the kraken moment in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where they have this like big maw with all the teeth. Yeah. I've kind of made this like kraken maw with all the teeth. Yeah. And I'm gonna put the heads like around the kraken maw. Yeah. That's like the premise of the model. Yeah, like that. That you've done that part. You've done basically, right? Like yeah. At yeah. Least the, I just need to. I've done all the heads and all the yeah. and all the like the mouth, and I just need yeah. to green stuff like make it nice and yeah, pretty. Yeah, of and course. Like all the fix all the joints. And, and I'm like gonna put like two little like flippers at the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make it swim. Yeah, just to make it like the silly salmon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks. I think it looks really good. Like if you look at it front on, it looks really disturbing right now. Like all the teeth and yeah. all the extra mouths. It stuff. looks dangerous, and then from the side, it looks like uh, yeah. slightly more fishy. Yeah, so <laughs> and I'll, I'll put See, like a, I'll put like a samurai on the back for like the handler kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, job done. That's basically what I've been working on the yeah. chariots and this. Yeah, that sounds good. So, I've run out of gin. Okay, Already, so Casimir, you're like two behind now. Yeah, Jesus. Henry is, uh, I, I feel like I'm falling This is out. like a holiday, yeah. holiday drinking. I right feel now. like I've fallen out of practice. Like, <laughs> months, like this, this, this Corona, whatever, how long it ever has been, you know? So we're going to take a quick break while I get a refill. Yeah. And then we're going to jump right into the Vermiform review. Yeah. A cripple walks amongst you all, you tired human beings. Got all the things a cripple has not to working arms and legs. And vital parts fall from his system and dissolve in Scottish rain. Welcome back to Amatime Podcast. Yeah. What has changed in the Vermis Warm Army Book, Casimir? So I think what has changed is a lot of things that we suggested. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like a, quick, we, a quick look through tells me that the, the, the whoever was listening to our podcast took a yeah exactly they were like a these heavy, guys a heavy hand on what we said because yeah. all the things that we said were too good they've changed yeah they're like these things are obviously broken like yeah. let's, let's <laughs> so where where do we start yeah so I think if we just go top to bottom uh, read all the blue shit yeah exactly the first the first blue shit is that the eagle standard has like a wording fix basically which means that it doesn't stack before you could if you had like multiple instances of eagle standard by having several units close to each other they could kind of get multiple instances of minimized uh, leadership but right. that, has that, that, that seems like a massive oversight yeah basically. exactly and, and that has disappeared now but the big difference is that now uh, when the uh, general dies the bell standard can take over for giving like the eagle standard uh, like a uh, thing so that seems a bit good so I think it. So the reason I think it's interesting or or good in general, is that the um, 
the uh, bell standard has almost no function in a, before in the Vermiswarm army because mm. the eagle standard gives you a six inch spell standard bubble and minimized from unit like ah, nine okay. units. So it gives you a reason to take the BSB. Exactly. So before there was like, why would you have a BSB? Because you already have this like yeah. bubble. But now at least the BSB gives you like that extra layer of protection that if you, you know, if a flying character or a sniper or something kills your general, your BSP could be your backup if you feel like uh, having an extra okay. layer of protection. Okay, cool. So that, I, that I, I don't sense. think, I think at, at the most competitive list building, it won't be useful. But I think if you as a person feel like it, you want to have more reliability, then it's there. You know? Do you as a person feel like you need more reliability? <laughs> <And> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Because I, I like... <laughs> Every I've had five games so far. Uh, I managed to lose four of those five games, and I've in two of those games, my general's bunker has like fled to a panic or some shit and just like disappeared. Maybe you should get BSP. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next change? Just get a, just get a banner discipline on your bunker. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Brass. You are you are one hundred percent correct, and I I have like before I was playing my general in a skirmishing unit, so I couldn't take a banner. But now I have decided to make the change to a banner discipline because I just like otherwise I'm just gonna lose. <laughs> discipline eight test or whatever it is. Discipline seven this, test. This was seven minimized. I don't know. Like that to me is like a fifty percent chance. Of failing, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're rolling, you dice like you roll. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like I roll a lot of shots, a lot of wounds, but also a lot of panic. Basically. So the next change is uh, the mishap rule. Wait, the mishap has changed. So, oh yes, of course, yeah. That's so the strength of the mishap has been set to three. So what do we think about this, Casimir? Like we have, you and I, we have very strong and similar opinion on this. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like, so stupid. Yeah, it's like there's. It makes no absolute no sense. Yeah, no sense at all. So so there's two different types of units that can miss up. So one is the uh, experimental weapon teams, and they have Resilience two, and like a five plus armor save or something. So. This unit is like the worst of the two units. So the other unit can, that can really miss up is the Marmilla Brutes and the Resilience 5. And they've, from what I understand from myself and like the community at large, they seem to be the better choice. So before... Oh, yeah, were, I mean, if, if you're mishapping on a, like a 6 plus... Yeah, exactly. Then does not matter. Yeah, and also they... Especially you have loads of hit points, yeah. like no one cares. Yeah, exactly. But if you're a weapon team and you're like mishapping on a 3 plus... Yeah. And then you were just getting fucked? So before, the weapon teams was already not as good as the Mermil Brutes, and now they take even more mishap hits, but the Mermil Brutes still are winning. Still are winning a six. A six plus. And then the funny thing is that the, the like when you trial and terror, so you use the higher power shooting, uh, the, they changed the, the armor penetration from four to three. And you're like, okay, but why? Because the only units that can mishap have an armor save of five plus. So it doesn't make any difference. Like, like there's nothing, there's nothing with a three plus armor save that can miss up. Like the best thing is the, the uh, Doomspark devices have a four plus base, that's it. And so it made no difference. It basically. made no difference. Okay, but, like, but maybe that's why. Okay, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just a, like, a, like yeah, to make it, yeah. yeah, formality, but it also made a little bit like, it was a just little like, weird. Ah, okay, so, so I think Casimir and I, we, yeah. we were discussing this earlier, and I think what we both think is that the mishap, instead of being strength three, it should just always wound, always do a wound on a four plus. Yeah. Yeah, like, because and then when you yeah. overpower, it should be two plus, I think. Yeah, that would be, that would be fair. And then, and then it's always the same for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, 
Uh, I was talking to this like with the Mad Kit guys, and like it's made no difference to my Millers, which are the thing that don't that don't care already. And then it just it makes the weapons teams worse. And I've had games where like the the weapons teams have just kind of destroyed themselves uh, since update and strength three. And it's like, well, I've not really done anything, and I've just taken that unit off. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not that difficult to do now because like you. So if you have a, a small unit of weapon teams, they have nine hit points uh, with three of the guys, and it's like if you roll two ones to hit, like suddenly you have a risk of taking out one to the two. Whole, like the whole unit almost like panic yeah. and run away and everything. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So if I think if it, if it just wounded on a roll of a four plus, yeah, it would be it would be it would be much more balanced and across the board, and it would make more sense. Yeah, I I agree. It's. Uh, I know some of the ACS or or uh, game design guys have said that uh, that like they they have like a second update coming relatively soon. That like they they said something like they were doing half of the things this update and the other half next update. But if this but, is I mean, somehow I mean, related, but, I mean, to this the, this kind of seems like they've yeah, already decided on this. Yeah, one. exactly. Like if this somehow is affecting something that's coming later, it doesn't make sense. Like why wouldn't you just save it for later then? If that's the case, like I, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so what's sense. the next update, Casimir? Because oh, okay. I know that you're very passionate about this. Oh, here we go. Okay, so the next update... So, like, hold on to your penises. Casimir <laughs> yeah. is coming. Yeah, so the next the next part is the Awakened Swarm, the uh, the Hereditary. So this this thing has already taken a lot of flack on the forum for being terrible in this last iteration. And it's, it's last iteration, basically you like summoned a unit that was made of rat swarms and it grew every turn. And when it grew, it did like it uh, could have the potential to do more hits. So that unit, if it moved into base contact with another unit, it did strength 2 AP1 it. But every magic phase, it like doubled its size. So it was like a, a delayed magic missile, basically. Yeah. So now they were like, well, people are saying that this is too complex because there's too much text. And like, so now the text is not that much, but before to make everything make sense, it had to have like a, a page of text because it's difficult to make a unit that doesn't interact with other units in terms of rules. What it does now is instead that you summon a unit, which is free uh, rat swarms, like swarm bases in skirmish formation. And those units can then do like a sweeping attack if they move into uh, within one inch of some unit, but they can't move across that unit and they are as soon as they get charged from anything they always flee no matter what yeah. so i feel like the, the problem that i see here with what they did is that they took a unit that acts pretty uh, simply on the battlefield like it took a lot of text to explain what it did but once you actually played it it was kind of easy to play it because, made sense right yeah because you're just like i summoned this unit it's not like a unit it's just a fucking marker and this yeah. marker disappears if you step on it. Like it was a madget, you know, like yeah. it's basically a madget that I can control. That's like, it. Like I just had a quick read through now and yeah. it seems a lot more complex than it was yeah. before. And now like now they like it seems like they were like, let's solve the issue of being too much text by making a much more complex unit, but with less text. So now you summon a new unit that, that can do like the sweeping attack thing, or whatever it's called yeah, yeah, sweeping attack. Yeah. Sweeping attack. Uh, but it also has like special rules where it cannot use commanding presence, which means that it always has a really shitty leadership or discipline value. And you can drink on that one. Yeah, that okay, was, let's, that was... let's, yeah, that was bad. 
Leadership. What the yeah. fuck is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, leadership. Yeah. Leadership. Casimir. Casimir. Come yeah. on. And it like the thing that annoys me is that okay, first thing that annoys me is that now it is skirmish formation, so it takes up more space. Yeah, like a lot of space, and that wouldn't have been an issue in the old imp- uh, like implementation because then it was like if you step on me, you take hits. Yeah. But now that is no longer the case. Like now it's more like if you charge me, I have to flee, and if I flee, I will flee towards my own units. So and if I flee into my own units, I have to take hits. You do. Yeah. So if you if if my yeah so if another unit friend of foe comes to base contact with a rat swarm then yeah. the unit suffers hits as if they were rat swarms perform swarm attack okay yeah so basically it means that if I summon this unit it needs to be outside the light the arc of an enemy unit because you will just whatever it is like you can have a chaff unit like whatever it yeah, is yeah and, and, it, and it's like six six inch range for seven plus yeah. So and like, 18 inch range for 9 plus so yeah. and you're then, always going to be casting a 9 plus yeah so here comes the next layer of bullshit and that's the thing like you need to so you can cast this from a tunnel marker so you get one tunnel marker and you can place those the tunnel markers are you like you yeah, can yeah, 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 place yeah. them in your half of the board and you can buy upgrades for other units to place more tunnel markers but what that means is like sure it's 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 good that you cast this from a tunnel marker that's pretty cool i mean 80, 18 inches from a tunnel marker if it's in your half of the board i mean that's like most of the board if you yeah. really want it like i mean that, that's true that's okay that's okay yeah but then you have to buy tunnel markers right like you so if i want to play yeah. my hereditary i have to already when i make my lists invest in yeah tunnel markers. you have to kind of decide at that point yeah. that you're going to be playing with this yeah and then the, the next step is that this, this, these, so what they do now is that you summon three of them and they do a sweeping attacks equal to the hit points. So that would be nine sweeping attacks if they come into base contact. Or Strength like two, AP one. Yeah. So let, let's, let's say you're like a dwarf war machine. Yeah. And you res four. With five hit points. With five hit points. And a five plus seven. So you're going to do 1.5 wounds. Something like that. And on a six, it's a save. Yeah. So, so like one, one wound? Yeah, around one wound. Uh, the, uh, on a nine plus? Yeah, that seems... For like three dices, that doesn't seem like a good spell. It's not really worth it, I, is it? I think the only thing that makes it good like, is... What, swarm of insects? Like a five plus? Yeah, I think... Yeah. What, what would make it... Like the potential is that you... This thing you can do over and over. So like it doesn't disappear once you do it this time. So that's the difference compared to before. Yeah. Before it was like you made the hits and then the unit dies. Now yeah. it's like you make the hits and the unit just stays there until yeah. somebody can does you, something. Can you charge something? No. No, you can't declare charges. No. So you can only move into base one. And so the thing that makes this even more frustrating to me... Is that you? Okay, you already have the thing that if you buy the tunnel markers, that you kind of need the tunnel markers to make it work. Yeah, I agree. And then there's an item uh, later on, which we might as well do now. And it's like it costs sixty five points, and it gives you this spell as a bounce spell, but it also gives you ability to to put on more rat swarms into the unit that is already there. Okay, so I figure if you if you're planning on taking this spell, yeah, you're taking this item, and yeah. you're taking tunnel markers, yeah. And you're like building a list just purely to play with this spell. Yeah. And to me, that that doesn't sound like a smart. Yeah, I, I don't think for a hereditary spell, I don't yeah. think people would do that because the item is sixty five points and currently. I mean, in general, like the hereditary spells, a bit you don't get the you don't get the path attribute. No. Yeah, there's no attribute. So they're usually a little bit weaker than the regular spells. Yeah. So like, why would you take this over, let's say? wheel turns 
Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or let's say Hand of Heaven. Hand or, of Heaven. Like, or whatever, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's a bit tricky to yeah. take this. And it's, I think, it, it, sure, it has the potential to do some damage if you invest in it. But like, the, like I would say that the minimum investment, I think, to make this work is probably on your army list, other than the mage, is probably 80 to 90 points to get the, the item and then the tunnel markers. Yeah. And that's too that's too many points like for a spell that's like swarm of insects. Yeah, yeah. And that to me yeah. is like kind of frustrating. <laughs> like, what what do you what do you think about this, Braz? I, I just feel like they wanted to not have rat swarms as a unit, but then want to get Mondat for deleting a unit, <laughs> and then just went, okay, we'll just do this thing. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I'm not going to get Mondat. Yeah, probably. Collections. I, I just feel this is totally shoehorned. I don't really like it. It's not that good a spell. And then, like you say, it's a, if you want a 65 point item, and then you say you, you want to take it because you've only got all your casters only have two spells. So, see if you're taking, say, the what is it, the magical heirloom, then that's like 115 points just to get a spell that's very meh. Yeah. And the casting values three dice because you're an adept. Like, Nah, I don't yeah. see it. I don't see. I, I agree. I like agree. I don't see how it complements the book because the shooting's all better than this. Yeah. Even though the entomology is better than this, they can't. I'd rather cast Hand of Heaven on two dice. Yeah. I, yeah. Th- I think. I think. Uh, I think they can do better. I think they need to rethink this one a little yeah. bit because it's it's not quite up to scratch. Yeah, and like to me. I, I think the thing was that like I it wasn't perfect in the last iteration. Like I definitely I definitely know a lot of people felt like it wasn't uh, good enough in the last iteration because you kind of you had to cast it early because it needed to grow yeah. to be good. But I felt like it was at least I thought it was quite flat, kind of fluffy though. Yeah, it was. It was and it was really low casting value. Yeah, exactly. Like it was a really low casting value. Really easy to cast, long range. It had like, like in that one sense, dice you could risk it. Yeah. Two dice you could cast it. Exactly. Yeah, it made it made more sense. Yeah, actually, and it the was kind of it, like sure it had it had text to read, but how it played on the board was much simpler yeah, more than in, spell. intuitive. Yeah, and and that to me was like the I I kind of I enjoyed it and I like I expected them to just make it slightly better. You know, like I don't know what strength free yeah. or, or, strength, or, yeah, or whatever or, or right. whatever it was like something different. Yeah. But then they just like completely remade it and somehow made it more weird to weird, use. More, weirder, and, worse, and like more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, let's move on. So the, what's the next next blue text? Yeah. So the the next bit, and this is quite a big change uh, for competitive lists, is that the Doomblade, the uh, Secrets of Doomblades, changed a little bit. So uh, before uh, it gave you like when you roll to hit, this is the D six uh, like a multiple wound weapon, and before it was like if you rolled a one to hit when you struck somebody, you take hit points back. Yeah. Which was super good because then you have this fret piece in your army which can do like, you know, 30 wounds potentially, whatever, because it, it has D6 wounds per attack. But uh, now it went back to similar to how it was in the Slim Book, where you take a hit every turn you're not in combat, which is a D6 strength hit, basically. Yeah. So every time you're not in combat, you risk taking a, a wound on your guy with the super weapon. And I think that is, is a lot more balanced than it was before. Yeah, before I, it was I, crazy. Good I agree. I agree. I think, I think this is maybe like an yeah. ETC change here. Yeah. Like pretty much all the ETC lists took the Doomblade and 
this is like yeah. okay maybe we need to dial this back ever so slightly yeah i think so i, I think yeah. this is a is a good change and now i don't know if it's balanced per se but it's at least closer to to, to what it maybe should be yeah, yeah exactly so the next one is a swarm master <laughs> yeah. so this is the one that we were raging about before yeah it's so it's doubled in points yeah and it's been nerfed yeah exactly. so we were 100 percent right on how good it was yeah so th this is the grind attacks uh, so you get before you get one grind attack for every rank, rank you add yeah. uh, strength free ap1 and it as you say, double in points and it reduced it capped at 10 grinding attacks yeah before it was unlimited so and i think, I think we, we, we think we worked out that you could get 15 yeah 15 before yeah <laughs> and i so, so yeah like now sure now it is definitely I, I don't know if it's like perfectly balanced again but like now i think it's more reasonable yes yeah. it's still very good it's still it's still good yeah. but like at 40 points and i guess capped at 10 yeah is probably okay yeah <laughs> 10 but let's sure <laughs> uh rodentium bullets uh yeah that changed like so before it was like a pistol upgrade which gave you an, uh, some extra shots and before it gave you divine attacks now it gives you accurate and plus one ap and a little bit more range instead and that's fine like yeah, i mean like, okay. i i don't know if you ever ever really take it unless you have some specific idea in mind i guess sure sure like i don't, I don't really care that's fine yeah. so plague hermit's blessing oh uh, yeah this is a shit item so plus we, one health point and fortitude five plus so models with cult of Eraman only so yeah. this is for the plague pendulum well or whatever the fuck so, it's called i'll, I'll so, just drink I don't yeah know what it's so that. the thing is that you can't take it on the plague pendulum because this this gives the the wearer the wearer yeah, yeah. not the like not the the model okay. or whatever it's called so so why why would you take this what in what case would so, you take this so they want you to take this if you want to make like a plague priest that can go into a unit of uh, of the monks and not uh, like and not die in close combat instantly because normally a priest only has two hit points but it's 65 points yeah it's 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 not gonna work like it's it's not worth it it like they just like before in the slim book the plague priest could fight right and now but it, but it i mean it's plus one health point it's 45 plus and all hits must be re-rolled yeah so yeah it's okay it's okay but like if you were like a combat character yeah, it would be okay. Well, if yeah, it was, it would be really good if for you were sixty-five com points. It would be really. Good it would be if, okay. Yeah, if you were a combat character. But you're like a rat. Yeah, you're a <laughs> resilience two one attack with strength three rats. Yeah. But why would you ever take this over like putting a stand behind item if you want him to go in that yeah. minute and yeah. cast? Like, Ab yeah. Absolutely, in in no in no way up. would you ever take this item yeah. for sixty five points. Yeah, Frass is right. Like, is this, it has, there's no points. Like, yeah, no points. Yeah. Okay. So next one, Bandalastorm, sixty points. Is that up or down? Uh, down, like a couple, of po like five, whatever, yeah. five, ten points. Down, I think. Sacred Aquila. So, so this is a is a really interesting change, and uh, so this is the i the uh, the banner that gives you battle focus on your units. And before every roll of a one, when you roll to hit, you hit yourself. Yeah. So before that hit that you hit yourself was with your own strength and so on, uh, but now it's set to strength free AP zero, which is a really big buff for this item because that means that if you put this on Morbilla Brutes which have Strength 5, Resilience 5 Oh yeah, they don't care Yeah, they don't give a shit 
And I don't see why. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So before, wait. So before, it was. You just hit yourself with your own. Stats. Close combat attacks, strength, arm penetration, and attack attributes. Before, okay. Yeah. So, so before it was like the same strength and the penetration as the unit. Yeah. The unit. Yeah. And now it's strength three. Yeah. AP zero. AP zero. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, it's like. What? So you're telling me, <laughs> you're telling me the Mamillo Bruce a resilience five. Yes. Eight and how was the armor? Uh, five plus. Five plus. So before it was what strength five AP two. Uh yeah. And now it's strength three AP zero. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is like an outtake. Okay. This is this banner went from being like nobody really cared about it to so suddenly being so like an outtake. So it's like a fifty point buff for Mamilla Brutes to get battle focus. Yeah, but basically, yeah. Like for no no drawback, fifty points battle focus. Felix, man, come on, you yeah. gotta think about this shit. Like, yeah. okay, interesting. The, yeah. This is a this is a thing now. What's thing? Say again. Uh, you could put this on like the Halberd guys now instead of wounding yourself on twos, you're wounding yourself on threes. Yeah. So, and you're fighting four or five ranks depending on how wide you are. So that's like a lot of, that's a lot of sixes you could potentially roll. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you can also put it on the guys with the great weapons, the Cult Ironman guys. So before, they, they're strength five with the great weapons. So before it would be two plus, now it's like a four plus to wound yourself. So Are they res four? Uh, risk free, but uh, yeah, so strength free, right? So. Yeah, okay. Okay, so this is. So it's, this, it's this just is, like a flat buff. So this is gonna be yeah. seen, let's yeah. say. Like, I think it went from being a banner to might take to I'm always take. Two gins ahead of you now. Jesus, dude. And you were like, you need to fucking speed okay, the fuck okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. The next item is also a big change, actually. So the Bell of the Deep Roads. So this this banner uh, lets you uh, it it lets an, a, a unit uh, like before what it did is that it once you went into tunnel reserve so if you had like a a tunneling team that lets your unit burrow into the ground it lets you re-roll uh, the roll to come back on yeah. the board and it also helped other units that were in tunnel reserve come up with you uh, so. Before you had to take this banner and take a tumbling team to be able to go into the ground. Yeah, but now it's just now yeah, wh- now wh- whatever unit takes yeah. it, it can now and that ambush. is. I think that's a good change because it's very. It makes it a lot more interesting because now you can take uh, like units that don't have to. Don't uh, can't take a tumbling team. So you can take Miller brutes. You can take yeah. plague disciples. You can take whatever, like you know, whatever else unit you want, and yeah. start it in tunnel reserves. I, I think this, I cool. think this is a really good change. Yeah. Actually, it, it gives you a lot of like more out options in the army yeah. building phase, and yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think this is a nice change. Yeah, it's but it also um, it, it gives you like the rerolls that like beast heads have, yeah. which is like a twenty-five point item. So you're basically given a big unit like ambush for fifteen points. If you're taking the rerolls as as like from the Beastard books, so it seems like really cheap to get ambush and rerolls. Yeah, I is, think is, I, is there some limitations? On yeah, the, the the drawback is that if you if you come in with those rerolls, you have to come in from the same spot as the unit that appeared. Like, uh, 
like the unit of the Bell of the Deep Roads, it appears from one tunneling marker, and everybody else who appears in the same phase has to come up from that uh, marker, basically. Yeah, so you kind of... So, well, I think where the beast herds, you can come on any point on the table. Yeah, the, the vermin swarm yeah. have yeah. to come all from one point, so it's slightly less valuable. But it's still very yeah, good. Yeah. It's still I'm very good, Ian. Yeah. I still think it's good. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay, it's good, okay. good change. Yeah, that's quite cool. Uh, so, the artifacts. Yeah, the Orb of Ateos, which buffs the weapons a little bit, it got up, went up in points by a little bit, nothing special. Uh, then we, like we already talked about the Tome of the Rat King, which is the thing that makes the Hereditary a little bit better. Yeah. It went up in points, and uh, now it can act, it's the thing that makes you increase the size of your rat swarms, basically. But we already talked about that. Uh, the, one of the big changes is the Crown of Hubris. Uh, which before was like a book of arcane power that you could give to another wizard in your unit uh, for plus two to cast. Uh, but how it's changed now is quite interesting. I don't know if it's good, but it's interesting. Uh, so it got 60 points. And uh, after you've done the, the Siphon the Veil step, so like after you've converted all your dice and you've saved all your Veil tokens, you could choose to kill D6 guys in your unit and half of those guys become Veil tokens. So if you if you uh, kill six guys, you get free Veil tokens. Can can the Vermiswarm use Veil tokens for anything? Yes. So so the uh, the Orb of Ateos, for example, uh, which is an artifact previously, is uh, yeah. is an item that lets you sacrifice two Veil tokens to give your shooting weapons plus one to hit uh, to wound. Okay. And you also have, for example, the Tome of the Rat King, which gives you sacrifice veil tokens to put on more rat swarms in a unit. Okay, so so it's a bit like if you invest all this, like yeah. sixty plus sixty-five <laughs> plus sixty-five. That's the problem. You can get some good bonuses. Yeah. So th this this is Henry has really hit on the problem here. Is that like the, so you the, pay like, what like. 100, uh, yeah. 190 points. Yeah, exactly. And you then you get some synergies. Yeah, which do, does not that much. Uh. Like like this is the problem. Like the idea is really cool. Like you kill some rats, you get some veil tokens to use for your items, or or you powered up things. But th those powered up things cost so many points that like why would you ever invest so many points yeah. in doing almost not, like like something but not that much. Yeah, I mean th this would make so much sense in like hyper elves. Let's say like when you yeah. you have the hereditary spell that you can use veil tokens to discount wounds or let's say like if you had some other mechanic that you could like a unit maybe that yeah there was some kind of like, yeah, like veil I, tokens for extra strength or something like yeah. that like it would make sense but i think when you have to invest 180 points yeah to make this item work i think it's a bit and that's the, I totally agree, like the, if there was a unit that used Veil tokens for something, it would be completely different. But if the fact that you have to take an item and then take another item to make it worthwhile, yeah. like yeah. like it's too, ma too yeah. much. Too, like, too many items. There's not that many item slots, like just make yeah. something that's just useful on its own. Yeah, I agree. So do, the you, do you feel that the ship... Do you feel like the shooting even needs the, like the orb and then we've already talked about the H spell, like... I don't even know if those types are worth 130 points without adding another 60 points onto it. Yeah, like, I feel like the, the shooting, as you say, is 
is already good. Like it, I I played with the orb in the in the alpha too, uh, quite a few times, and the orb is really nice to have, but it's not necessary. Like it's you don't need it. It's just like an extra buff, basically. Yeah, I don't see why you would take it at sixty five points when your shooting's already pretty good. Yeah, yeah exactly. I agree. I I think sixty five points is like probably a bit too much, and you're also taking away two veil tokens. Yeah, and you have to have you have to have two veil tokens in the pool. Yeah. So like every time when I was every every now and yeah. again you maybe okay I've got one veil token, so yeah. I can't use it. Yeah. So like when I played it, it actually did happen once or twice that I was like. I'd rather sacrifice a whole dice, you know, yeah. to get this plus one to, to wound. And then you're losing two Veil tokens yeah, every two, time. Yeah, two or one Veil yeah. tokens, whatever it is. Yeah. So to me, to me, for, to pay 65 points for this yeah, like, is too expensive. Yeah, I would, like, if it was... If it was, like, 30 points or 20 points, you could nah, justify I, it. I think that would be quite good. Like, 40, something like that, like, yeah, would be nice yeah. decent. Because you can, you can like, math it out, right? Like, how many channel do I need to make it perfectly yeah. aligned? But still, yeah, it's being 65 is too much. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, Tarina's Liar. <laughs> yeah, I've when, when never, never seen this ever. Up or down? I, I'm assuming down. It, it down, yeah. So, so this is an item that makes some, like enemy units within six make get minus two to wound like literally stumps. no one cares no one cares. literally it's, let's just no not, one cares. let's not talk about his bullshit uh let's move on to the next item which is really cool and very different and this is the cowl of the apostates so uh what this does is that uh how the vermin get access to the uh master level spells like the five and six numbers yeah, so explain explain it yeah is that they take free wizards and they buy an upgrade for those wizards and uh, they then, if you buy this upgrade, you for get all access the wizards. for all those three wizards or more. Yeah. You get uh, the access the to, to the spells. master level spells. Yeah. But the so it's, it's basically like if you buy three wizards, you pay 25 uh, points? 25 points now. So it's 75 point upgrade for your three wizards. Yeah, three adepts. Yeah. Three adepts. Or, 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 yeah, they could, be a, they could be apprentice also, but yeah. apprentice won't be able to get five or six. They only get one to four. Yeah, then. but one of the... One of the adepts will get yeah, five or six. So, sure. so, so essentially, you can you can manipulate your spell choices by paying seventy five points if you take three wizards. Yeah, that so you can take the ad, the master spells. Yeah, but the but. Re the restriction of this is that you like the wizards can be like two different cults, and one cult gets to choose either occultism and and thaumaturgy, and the other uh, cult gets to choose witchcraft and thaumaturgy. Okay. So if you don't buy this item, you get you only have to, you can all of them have to be one cult. So you only get occultism formaturgy or witchcraft and formaturgy. But if you buy this item only for fifteen points, fifteen points, which, 15 is, points. which is nothing, you get it on like you put it on one of your wizards, and he can then be that diff the other cult, so that you can then. Uh, Th this this seems this, this seems like a very like. Um, a cheap item to go like, I like why bother? Literally, why bother? Why not just make it? One just yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not just add plus five points to the upgrade for each model and then just remove the restriction? Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. This I, is this is an absolutely useless magic item. Yeah. Like I, like yeah exactly like just make it thirty <laughs> points per piece. Yeah, and then just give them th the three options because I, why? Uh, yeah. Well, literally, why bother? I I agree, and I think 
so I, I think the reason this is in here is because you everybody took uh, the thaumaturgy and witchcraft before and very few people to, took occultism and I don't know like they tried yeah. to to kind of fix that somehow but I also feel like this is like a band-aid like it's not it's not a good thing to it's, it's so stupid it's so stupid the problem with the occultism thing is you don't want to put the uh, HP guy in the combat unit of disciples and like they've tried to do that with the blessing thing which maybe isn't good enough I don't know try it but like you've put in two things to solve it yeah, and exactly. Do you want to do you want to hear the one. do you want to hear the design fix for this? Okay. So what you do, you you say, you cut Cowl of the Apostate, and you say, Tome of the Rat King. Seventy-five point magic item. You may choose the master spell selection for your wizard, and then you take all the restrictions off. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah, that would be fine. That's it. Yeah. Like, then you can yeah. have your 75-point master upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Like job, the, job done. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel like the, with the wizard stuff... Not a stuff, big deal. It's just like, too, it's, there's too much shit. Too much stuff. Okay, Henry's complaining that I'm drinking. I, I'm, I'm uh, gesticulating the Casamini to hurry the fuck up. Yeah. But yeah, I this is 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 stupid. I am playing this item in my list tomorrow. <laughs> of course you are. Of course, not? because I want to play. This I want to like. Points. I want to take. I want to take the um, uh, mark for doom uh, from occultism and the fucking uh, what is it called the other magic missile just because grave calls grave calls and then I also want to take the um, uh, the wrath of god and uh, of course the snipe from the uh, the other spell uh, uh, path so yeah that's so I'm, I'm taking this and i'm trying it out and we'll see how it goes can you take all this yeah with the, yeah of course and I, I don't know how it works okay so you yeah. can take all the five yeah, like you take yeah, i'll take one guy on witchcraft one guy on formaturgy and one guy on occultism and they can all take master spells if they want <laughs> <laughs> okay so this this seems like very broken yeah i i, I don't think this should be in there like yeah. may, maybe as you say maybe there should be like just one item yeah that allows like you to take master five point upgrade if that's what it costs yeah. like to say okay this wizard can take master upgrade spells yeah. Because I, I think the problem when you can't take master spells is the fact that you, like, I think the vermin really need Wrath of God in a sense. Like, it's a very important spell for the army to, to make the, the ranged damage work. Or to me, at least. Like, it's an important spell because it's a fun spell. Like, I want to have... <laughs> that's the, let's, let's... Okay, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop lying. I want to have Wrath of God when I play this army. But then, like, if you take all, all the paths, then you can't. Like, that's just how, how it was before. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd call it a fun spell, but <laughs> <laughs> so you know what, Sassy Al, he fucking double six me on the Rafa God this weekend. Oh, yeah. We were playing, and he put the Rafa God down. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna move all my units out of the way. So like the minimum distance, my bunker, for my warlock was like eleven point five inches away. <laughs> And you know what he fucking he fucking rolled a double six. Of course. He fucking rolled of double course. six. Like you deserve it. He nuked the shit out of me. Oh my god. <laughs> Literally, every fucking unit got pumped. <laughs> every unit. My altar survived on one wound and then got charged by Feldrak. And then like all my other units died. My ult, my warlock unit got hit. 
Failed opponent test, flat off the board, re-rollable nine. Nice, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's easy. Yeah. Fuck's sake, man. Like, he can't... I, he rolled a fucking double six on that comet. And this Jesus. Is, Wrath of God. Yeah, this is, this is what I play the game for when I play Vermisborn. Like, like that's, that's the, like the one thing, you know? I didn't want to have happen. Yeah. All right. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Next up. So what else has changed? We've got uh, some points changes. Yeah, let's... I don't know the the verb the the runes no. dictator went down a little bit in um, in points. It didn't really change all that much. Like one of the upgrades means that you can take uh, master level spells, which is is nice. But otherwise, I wouldn't say it's, yeah. it's changed. So instead so of plus one, you get master level. It's a bit okay. cheaper. That's the most important point. I think she the uh, Lord of the Legions. See how you've got great weapon and pair items, like but no weapon master. But I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I guess you can. I mean, if you you can choose on the first turn of combat, yeah, right? Yeah, and then you're stuck, right? So it's it. So that's fine, I guess. But like, I don't know why you would ever choose Lord of Legions. Like that that upgrade. Yeah, that one is, it's free. <laughs> yeah, but the like, I think the thing is that the I am the Senate is uh, is really really good. So what it does is that you. Uh, you like everybody in your aspiring presence uh, that they uh, reduce your the, like the crumble or unstable like losses yeah. by rank bonus. I mean, it's, it's just like a better like vampire camps. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I think that you're building your army around yeah. this. And they they changed the other yeah. one, which is like you can now choose master spells. But I, I think the I am the Senate is like the one you need if you're taking the Runes Dictator. You want to have uh, like units that are unstable, that don't lose that many guys. So you're gonna take I am the Senate. Yeah. So so like why would you? I the two other two options don't really. I don't care. Like I'm not gonna never gonna take them. In my, in my opinion. Yeah. Personally. I think there's only like although technically there's like nine options here, there's only really one. Because you would just take Iron the Senate and then the higher fortitude and just not go in combat. You got four up against shooting. Yeah. I um, I agree. And I, I don't see why there's any of the other ones. Like the H spell one we've touched on, you don't want him in combat for any of the others to be. Yeah, exactly. He's he's not like he's not fighty enough to to really go into like the problem is that when you play vermin, if you lose your general, you you just lose like that. Yeah. That's it. Like that's that's like a twenty or a nineteen one. Like if you if you lose your general, so he he's not gonna fight. You know. Yeah, and, and this, this guy this guy has to be the general. Play that this guy has if to you be play the general. This guy, you take a BSP, don't you? Yeah, I guess you're right, Fras. Like, like the with this guy, the BSP does make sense because with yeah. the senator, the B, he's so protected that like, if you lose your bunker, you're probably losing your BSP as well. But if you if you lose this guy to a cannon, the BSP might make sense to have as well. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like if I wanted to play him, I'd hundred percent take a BSP. Just should something go wrong. Yeah, but the, the, so the, so. I guess, like, if I can provide some feedback here, I would say that the problem with the Runist Dictator is that he is Discipline 6. And Discipline 6 minimized is, like, having maybe Discipline 8 yeah. normally. And that is just... It's just not good enough. Like, like the Discipline 8 is... Or Discipline 6 minimized is... 
is just not strong enough. Like I feel like he needs to have discipline seven to be competitive. Who's why? Why is he on seventy five or seventy five base? <laughs> Ooh, this is a fun story. So this is uh, this is because to satisfy everybody's mall choices. So so the Games Workshop well, Vermin Lord he is on a seventy five times fifty. Yeah. But the Forge World Vermin Lord he is a seven on a seventy uh, a fifty by seventy five. So now you can play both of them because it's a 70 times a 75. Yeah. we. Okay. So you've made nobody happy to make both people happy. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what's the best part is that I have not yet based my... I, <laughs> I have, I have like... I waiting have, to be based. I have a model which is a... It's not either the, very, the Games Workshop or the Fortware one. Like it's a conversion. So it's going to be really cool. I'm really stoked about this. It's been like... 12 years in the making or something like it's, I've had this model for a long time and I've not finished the conversion yet and I'm not putting it on a base which means that I can put it on the correct base once they decide which is great <laughs> okay it's we probably it's probably going to say 75 or 75 let's be honest okay I, I don't mind the base size but I, I think so the, let, let's let's the, move on the discipline is too low that's, that's the thing uh, so yeah. the the senator uh, is the next change. So yeah. he, uh, before he had a rule which made him measure his inspiring presence to eagle standard units with eighteen inches. Uh, that has disappeared, but now it's gone into one of his upgrades. So you can take like a litter, which means he's on a forty by forty, uh, but then he gets this like pressure to like basically rank units with standard bears, uh, eighteen inches for his buying presence, which is nice, but. Before you just had that basically, and now you have to buy an upgrade. The upgrade gives you like another hit point, so it defense against snipes. Yeah. It's like it's like basically it's balanced. It's yeah, balanced. yeah, it's it's balanced. The the only thing I don't like about it is that before you could go into like a, a unit of skirmishers. Uh, so he did, and now he has a mismatching bed size, so he has to like. But that, but that also makes sense. Sure. Like, like that makes sense. Yeah, it's not. It's not a like. It's not a terrible thing. You just have to rejig your lists if he. Before yeah, but but, but I think I think the fact that he was in the unit of skirmishes before is maybe a bit like kind of yeah maybe breaking motion somewhat. So I think I think this is probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Pistol four plus though. Yeah, like <laughs> before he had a pistol five plus, which was the stupidest thing ever because you're like I have a shot and always hit like on a seven and you're like oh okay. <laughs> Pistol four plus. So four plus is uh, it's just, a good change because just, now honestly, just remove it. Reduce him by ten points. Remove the, okay, it. so the only reason reduce him by ten points. No, 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 Re- no, no, no. Re- no. Re- <laughs> reduce him by ten points. Remove it because what? Like why? Okay, why? Let me tell you. Why has he got a pistol? Let me tell you. The con- why has he got a pistol? Let me tell you the convoluted reason to why he has a pistol. It is because otherwise the Rodentian bullets wouldn't make sense. <laughs> So, so the thing is that the reason he has a pistol is because then you can put the Rodantium bullets on a guy in your uh, combat bunker without any price increase other than that. And it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't agree with it, but that's the reason. But surely the prefects, like, there's like four different options for him and all of them can take a pistol. Yeah, but then you have to pay points for it. <laughs> Come on, like, who pays points for things? <laughs> this is just like awful design. Okay, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Next. Uh yeah. Okay. So some points changes. Yeah, like the prefect went up and down a bit in points. It's not very interesting. So let's skip it. 
the same thing, like I guess with the swarm priest, uh, like the 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 thing that makes you be able to take the master spells went up a little bit, like five points in points. That's int- like you know it's probably good because it's good. Uh, with the sacred platform, the uh, the one so there's two options for the the big um, uh, what what is it called like the uh, yeah the, the platform sacred platform yeah war platform yeah that's the normal rule. The, the war platform, so like the one which gives you an Aegis went up a little bit in points, whereas the one which goes into Araman units went down a little bit in points. That's the difference here in, okay. uh, in points, basically. Which is probably good because the one which gives you an Aegis for all units within 12 is usually taken a lot, and yeah. the other one is not. So. Uh, yeah. Assassin went down in points, nobody cares because it's terrible. <laughs> is it a new unit, Senatorial Litter? Yeah, the litter, that's the thing that increases your inspiring presence. Okay, yeah. Okay. so that's like basically the rule that I had before. Now you have to pay a little bit of points yeah, for it exactly. and put you on litter. Okay, exactly. Fair, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, whatever. Okay, uh, yeah, and then... <laughs> okay, the, the core is amazing. So the, the legionaries went up five points. Five point. points. Five points for 25 wow. models. So they went up by 0.25 points oh, yeah. model. And the, the black for veterans went down five points. <laughs> Let, let's move on. Okay, next. Uh, the, in special, the Shadowfur Stalkers, uh, they lost poison attacks, but they uh, got uh, AP2 on their attacks instead. So they just shifted a little bit what they're good about in close combat. Like, no big difference, really. Uh, okay, fair enough. Like, it might be interesting, but not, not especially. Mm, yeah, all right. Uh, giant rats with up, went up in points a little bit, which is probably good because they're a good chat. They're really good. So the uh, fetus brutes they changed a lot actually. Uh, so before they were like a meat wall scoring unit. They only had two attacks and lots of HP at resilience five. Uh, now they lost scoring, but they went up to three attacks each, and they went to strength four instead of strength five. But they have paired weapons, so, so they have like four oh, attacks each. Yeah, they have uh, like four attacks each. three. Yeah. Or yeah, that's pretty exciting. Okay, starting for AP two. So they they so I think this is in response to feedback, which is nice. It's like people thought that it was kind of useless to have a big meat wall unit and special. Yeah. Because you have that in core. I've I've yeah. seen some yeah. I've seen some guys I'm not gonna say who playing this three like three units of ten of these. Yeah, because you have, can only or have two two, unit, two units of fifteen. And like doing very yeah. well with these. Yeah, I, I haven't tried them, but I f- it seems like they're quite good because you can get a lot of hit points on the board with Resilience 5 yeah. for not a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. it's very cheap. I mean, 15 are only like 600 points. I think that's really good. Yeah, I, I should probably it's, start doing it's a lot of so how, how many how many of these how many models do you have, Casimir? That's the question. I I would assume that I think I haven't counted, but I would I think I pro I probably have enough for fifth uh, one unit of fifteen. I would think if I get some unit fillers, probably twenty or something. Okay, so but you need, you need a few more. You need a few, few more, more, few more yeah. to make thirty. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I should I should probably try them basically. They you just, can pump out like thirty attacks with these guys, and like even after you've lost six models. I think they're re- I think they're really good. Yeah, I, I should try them because spoiler alert, I've been losing a lot with his army, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I should rethink what I'm doing. Maybe you need to buy some more rat ogres. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's, there's probably some cool models out there. Yeah, so. yeah for sure. Yeah. Great. So, Mamilla Brutes? Uh, they basically went up a little bit in points. Which is that is, fair? Yeah, it's definitely fair. That was, I would say Mobile Brutes is quick still... To, quick to fire? Still the best unit in the book, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, they can shoot, they can fight, and they're not that expensive. It's a really good unit. This, it's also the... You best. get four base for 320 points? Yeah. Uh, with, with, oh, without the shooting it. weapon. Yeah, but... Come on, it's cheap. Oh, so cheap. So, so cheap. Yeah. This Even is... when you load them out, you're like... The, the, what is it? Catapult ones? Like, they're still really cheap. So, really good let, let's say you more. pay 25 points a model for a cancer launcher. Do yeah. all four models get a cancer launcher? Yeah. So, you, so, so the, how, <laughs> yeah. The cancer, how the cancer <laughs> okay. launcher works is that East Guy is like a stone thrower that usually hits on a five on long range. And it's a two by two template. Yeah. So, basically, four models are going to hit about the same as one uh, normal stone thrower, yeah. but probably more regularly because you will roll more dice. Yeah. So the average is better. Yeah, like, and if you get six of them, it's be- much better than, than a normal uh, stone thrower, of course. Okay, cool. <laughs> and you pay and 25 bucks for them. 550 points for six. Yeah. And they also fight. With, with so uh, five. I think with, with command, uh, if you buy the command, which you're going to do because you need the eagle standard, and you, it's probably yeah. like, it's around 600 points for, for six, basically. I okay. would say. Around 600 points. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. So I, yeah, maybe, maybe. I would say that this is the, the, definitely the best unit in the book. That, that's how I would say. Yeah. And it's also the most fun to play because it's, like, it's always fun to play a unit that can fight and shoot. You know? <laughs> like, it's just, it's good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I usually play them with the rotary guns because that's my favorite weapon because you get to roll like D6 shots for it, guys. All the shots. Yeah, all the shots. And then sometimes you're like, how many shots? 30 shots. And, like, ah. <laughs> and the guy, and your, your opponent goes like, you know, maybe you should take three times 10. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm going to roll 30 Two times dice. 15. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to roll 30 I dice. can hold them all in my hand. And then you're like, I've got big enough hands to roll 30 dice. <laughs> yeah, and you try to put on 30 dice and they're like spilling out of your hands and he's like, maybe you should roll 15. You're like, no, no, you're fuck like, you. Yeah, trying to hold them in your biceps <laughs> yeah. and just like... <laughs> Tipping them on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like rock hard while I do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Legionary Drill Team went down down, down by like five or something. It got a little bit more grind attacks. Nobody cares. Um, Doom Spot devices, march and shoot. Yeah, this is a good change because they before they could only go six and shoot. Now they can go ten and shoot. It's not a big difference, but it makes their threat range a little bit longer. So it's fine. Mm, okay. Uh, the, Artillery. I think the the catapult got cheaper and the cannon got more expensive, but I'm not, no, I don't quite remember. But they basically just changed the points between those two a little bit. Okay, no one cares. Stiggy and Earthbreaker got a little bit cheaper. Cheaper. Also, again, doesn't matter much. Yeah, Dremel catapult, chariots. I think they got a little bit more expensive, but yeah, okay. like just a couple sure. points. And um, I think that oh Arena, yeah, Arena Beast forty three. Yeah, so this is a is a, is a nerf actually because before it was three d three plus three, so it actually. I oh, know it's four, so it's more random. It's more random, yeah, and uh, I think it doesn't actually matter that much for the underworld beast which has the forty three, but before, uh, the other guy and is two is now it's two d three plus one for the guy without random movement. Yeah. Before it was just three d three flat. 
Which means that if you choose to not have the random movement, the potential is a lot less. So it's a bit of a nerf, actually, in general. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's but a general... for 300 points, I think it's quite okay. Yeah. I, I think before... Seven. <laughs> yeah, before it was too good, yeah. definitely. But now, I I don't like... I, I think it's fine, but I have only played the random movement once, so I don't know about the non-random movement guys, actually. Right. Is, is it not just, like, a better Forsaken one for, like, 100 points less? I think the, the different... I think the difference for us is the, the fact that the Forsaken one does grind attacks and this guy is only offensive free, which means that uh, he's... You have to roll to hit. Ah, uh, okay, so... Yeah. I, so I, like, just, I just see if, if he presumed that it was grind attacks and yeah. actually played against them. Yes. So they're just normal attacks. Yeah, yeah you gotta, so, roll, you gotta yeah, roll to hit still. Cool. So it's about the same, I think. So, so I, I would say Maybe that like w- usually what happens to me is you have 43 random attacks and then usually you get like around 8, 7, 8 something and you hit maybe four something like that so you yeah, usually four. you usually do four wounds and and that's i think for 300 points doing four wounds is okay i have a, a small bone to pick oh a that? very small one you have a pit master with two attacks he disappears when you have the random moment okay he's strength four ap1 with two attacks oh with a halberd yeah so he's two attack strength five ap2 yeah but the dread elves Ah, here we go. They only have two attacks, strength three, AP zero, and plus one to wound. So what the fuck is that? So what you're saying is that you basically should have gone on the design team for the Vermisworm and not for the KOE, so what, you could have changed it. What I'm saying is why the fuck is that halberd? Because because he's cool and he's well equipped. But literally, literally, <laughs> like why 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 does it have a halberd? Like why does like why like how is how is that like anything? I don't know. <laughs> like, he's, he's, he, he needs to reach around the beast, so he's a long weapon. But why is he a halberd? <laughs> like, he could have, a, like, a pokey whip or something. Yeah, like a spear. A spear or, like, a hand weapon, like the Dread Elves have? I don't know. Like, a hand weapon, that seems kind of short. Like, you need a... You need a like... well, the, well, I mean, they have... The Dread Elves have whips, you know? Yeah. That's a hand weapon. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's just a bit like... Why? Yeah, sure. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is the end of the Vermiswarm update, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Kingdom of I'm, uh, it's uh, Henry P. Miller, I've got Casimir the Swede, I've got Fraz Cam from Team Scotland ETC. We're going to be talking about some Kingdom of Equitain background. Yep. So I think in this, if you guys want to ask me some questions about the Kingdom of Equitain book, I yep. can maybe give you some sneaky spoilers. Oh. But I'm gonna obviously keep it keep it a little bit close to my chest. Yeah, it's not lose your job kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But if anything comes up, we can we can talk about it. So, you want to start, Casimir? <laughs> no, yeah, I, like I think you should start should because start. you have the you have the notes. But it's I'm the overview. Book. Okay, yeah. so this is the Kingdom of Equitain, Tales of Chivalry. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Very chivalrous. Very chivalrous. 
He's like such a gentleman, like straight off the bat. Okay, Everybody so knows Henry is a guy. The first, the first um, little excerpt is an introduction about the whole tales of chivalry. So it's basically, in my opinion, it's it's like a like a bro from Tafria or something like that. It was like a col- colony of Aquitaine. Yeah, like in the south. Basically. Yeah, somewhere somewhere in Tafria, and um, so his brother or cousin or someone is he's he's going to the Aquitaine court because yeah. because this this place has been colonized yeah and uh, there's there's like I just to preface this hashtag content warning like there's definitely a lot of colonization there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like colonization going, going on, on in, this, one, in yeah. this in this supplement yeah so it's, it's clearly been colonized by Aquitaine this place where this person's from yeah and they've been sent to the court as like an ambassador or something like that and yep. this collection of documents is supposed to help this person understand the culture of Equitaine. Yeah. So that's like the literary device to kind of help the reader yeah, exactly. understand the and culture. And like to, to me, like the first thing I reacted on is that like I kind of wish that we had more information about this this southern kingdom. Like, yes. Like that to me, like that, like that sounds super yes. interesting. I want to like... I think outside of this supplement and just in general in, in war games, I really want to make like a... You know, like a like a Arab or a Caliphate inspired yeah. like uh, army. Yeah. I think that's super cool. There's a lot of really nice models out there and stuff. But like it's I, a shame that they didn't dig into it a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I mean, think it, it if comes, they do it in the comes, future, I definitely would. It comes kind of a bit more. And I I, yeah. I would ex- if I'm honest, I would expect this to be like a supplement army, like yeah. Maka or really something cool. like that. I think. Yeah. But let's let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. So this is the introduction. So the first text. I think is actually one of the most interesting of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, have you read it, Kasma? Or I mean, I have read it, but I I think uh, you you'll take us through because it was about like is that is that how it's gonna be? Yeah, like okay, so I, I I read half of it <laughs> like a month ago, and then I read the other half just a couple of hours ago. Okay. So this okay. part I read a month ago. So you you'll start, and I'll give the cold commentary. So so this is this is a text um, talking about the history of the Equitaine. Yep. And it's a very, very important piece of work because it it describes how Equitaine was actually formed originally. So you have this character called Giles Leroux, which yeah. was... Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. So it's spelled Gilles de Raux, basically. So how, you, you how do you can, say You can say Guy Leroux. Guy Guy Leroux. Okay. It's like how you say it in French. Yeah, French is obviously lingua franca, so yeah. like obviously Guy de Roux. Guy de Roux. Okay, cool. And he's been defeated by by Uther, yeah. and Uther becomes the first, and it's quite clear, this is the first mortal king. Yeah, and this is, that, that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the fact that like, the, the, like sure, yeah. he's the mortal king, but like the first king is the vampire, like a, yeah. a dead guy. Yeah. Like that's, so, I, I enjoyed that a so lot. So I think, I think this is like very, very important when we're talking about Equitaine, because... Yeah. The whole culture of Aquitaine comes from this original point. Yeah. And also when you're gonna get the vampire covenant background, it's you're also it's gonna tie into this quite That's heavily. Nice. So yeah. so Guy de Rowe, he was the first king of Aquitaine. So he yeah. he essentially was the like the original the once the once and future king of Aquitaine. Yeah. And then Uther um, like disposed him from the throne. And yeah. then the humans kind of took over from the vampires. Yeah. 
And like the the sense I get is that the the this vampire king he kind of sets the like the, the, the culture. Kind of, yeah, the culture, yeah. the rules, like exactly. Like the humans like per se they change some things, but like the, the kind of basic structure of society was there yeah. and based on like what yeah. this vampire So 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 the, this good. this guy Gigiro, he yeah. like set up this kind of like knightly culture, like yeah. this courtesan culture of like honor and chivalry yeah and it was like the it was it's ironic a little bit and i quite like this actually yeah, in the ninth is, age it's, it's quite original in some ways yeah and this this to me was like when i started reading this this supplement i think this was this like captured my attention yeah I this, think, is, I, this is this is the is most really, interesting part of the kingdom of the same background by yeah, far it's like the, the coolest part when i was like oh yeah this is this is the shit you know like when, when i think it comes back in like maybe not the next one but like one of the the later stories as well yeah, right like yeah Whereas, like, this is, like, there's some kind of gray area here with, like, were the vampire the good guys or yeah. not, right? Yeah. Like, so and, you, and that's so you really have, basically, if you go back in the history, you can also look at this in the in the background of the full army book, the, no, the, the full rule book. Yeah. Like, you have these vampires who are in control of Equitane, and then, then Uther comes and he, like, ousts the vampires and defeats the vermin swarm and, and unites the country. Yeah. And so this is this this story is kind of like alluding to that, but there's a few like very interesting like points here. Like I'm not gonna go into it too much because I don't want to spoil too much no, background. But spoil. but there's one point where where um, Gidro is has his head cut off by Uther. Yeah. But then it's alluded that he's gonna survive again. Yeah. It's like so a, maybe that's kind of hinting like hinting towards the stance, nature of the vampires. Yeah. The, like the even top if, of his headless bow. Yeah. Even if you cut off the head, maybe the vampires are gonna come back. That's cool. Yeah. So this is something that's it. Maybe will come up. Maybe prob- like, probably. If you roll, if you roll six on your vampire count, it comes back with full hit points. No problem. Like yeah. let's let's continue this game. No. Yeah. And also, you, you, you get, like, a few notes to, like, the magic items that are in, like, the vampire book here. You have kind of, um, what's it called? The the Triumph of the Black King. Okay. So, you, in, I think in the vampire book, you have this item called the Curse of the Black King. So, it's like these... You, that you can that kind makes of you see, come back to life? Or, yeah, and, and yeah. you have the, um, the gauntlets of... Uh, the red duke or something like that. Okay. So, this is these are, like, kind of the items that are in the vampire book. Okay. So, it kind of... It, it, all, it, all connect, nice. it all connects in some way that's really nice yeah, yeah. So, I, I, like I don't know the names of those items that well so, yeah. so this, this, is, this basic that. text is talking about the history of Equitain yeah. and how basically uh. the vampires were the original dukes of Equitain and then they were ousted by Uther who yeah, some bitch, helped hopefully. defend them yeah. from the vermin swarm yeah yeah so the the next one is the social cast social cast okay and this let's one see. was one of the more dry ones let's say yeah so yeah. Yeah. I found this one a wee bit difficult to get through honestly this background supplement was a bit heavy yeah I, I, I so okay so I think this is a good point for me to interject that like a, a general kind of feeling about all this is that uh, Nightfish in general has this idea that like the background has to be told by like some unreliable uh, first or third or second hand account, right? And I feel like in this supplement, they really succeeded with that in two different ways. And the first one is that they have a couple of very biased uh, 
like accounts, which yeah. is, is good in the sense that I read them and then after I read them, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, actually this is because somebody actually yeah. has an opinion, and, right? And, you, and you'll see, cause, yeah. because we, we got this first one with the history with yeah. uh, Keith Rowe, you're going to get it later with, from another point of view. Exactly. And, and that's really interesting. That's great. But the second one is that like, oh, it's written from the point of an Equitanian guy. And how would an Equitanian guy write history? Well, in a very dry and boring way. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Because they're fucking dry and boring <laughs> faction. <laughs> and it's really dry and boring, but maybe that's not the best way to sell your, your, your fluff, yeah. right? Like yeah. it's, yeah. Anyway. So the second piece is about the so- three social castes that they have in Equitanian. Yeah. And so it's, it's very much like, similar to let's say like the medieval exactly and like if, i think the, the only one if you, if you want to jump a little bit here the only one i really want to comment about is the the peasant one uh because that one is i think is the i i don't know if it, i think it's in this this part uh, let's see if i remember it correctly but is this the part where they talk about the peasants being really healthy or something. No, this is not. It's not, not about. Not okay. yet. Not okay. yet. Okay. Let's, let's I'll change. I'll. 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 Like chain my my sourness until that one. Like let's let's keep yeah. it inside. So, so yeah. this one is about like the three social castes and how they interact with each other, and and I I figure I feel that this is like a bit of a bad deal for those that are not like in general like not fighting because, yeah. At least in the army book that's currently been written like. All three social castes are present. Okay. So you have these three social castes. One is a fighting, one is praying, and one is working. Yeah, sure. But then all three social castes are in the army book. Yeah, like from different. So like, all of them, all of them are fighting. All of yeah. them have to like go through the. Yeah, they have to like contribute yeah. somehow. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is a bit of a bad deal for the other the other two social castes. I mean, it's kind of like uh, your fighting cast is like. You know, full time. That's their day job. Whereas other guys only fight when they're called to arms. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's it, right? That's kind of fair. So I, I th- this also kind of brings in the concept of like the damsels being like the leaders of the clergy. So so here's a question, and this comes up a lot later as well. Is that are the spellcasters only females in this or not? Because I remember yeah. just being a no. Big contention, and you no. say you say no, but in this background supplement, there's a lot of like, a lot of talk about damsels, and I personally, as a Swedish man, do not, do, I, <laughs> I, I, I do not, I don't mind. You're gender neutral. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind gender neutral, <laughs> really sexy damsels of uh, male female persuasion. Like that's fine by me. C- can be a male damsel. Yeah, exactly. Like a damsel in distress yeah, with exactly. the makeup and everything. Yeah, exactly. It has Wearing a whole, high heels. It has a whole like I don't mind. Like it's fine, but might have but, a penis, but exactly. But like can that's be just, a damsel. That's just a bigger clitoris. So like that's fine. But but like but but the. <laughs> But the point is, like, I, I feel like maybe the supplement, like, leans really heavily on the fact that, like, the, the, the spellcasters are damsels. And it doesn't really talk that much about, like, m- male spellcasters. Like, like what, is, what is going okay, on? Okay, so the male spellcasters come up, but you have to know when they come up. Okay. And I will yeah, tell, I will tell, you, I will tell you when they come up. I will, t- I will tell you when they come up. Okay, like, so far I'm just imagining, like, dudes... Really hot dudes in skirts. That's what I'm imagining. Like, I'm just like, if I made an Equitan army, that's that's what it's, it's just gonna be fanboys like just like riding riding horses. It's fine. <laughs> so I, th- I think something else that came up in this text, the second one, was 
was that it was like the damsels that are kind of giving out the penance. Okay. And, and like the quests are like a form of penance rather than like, in like Christian society where you kind of give money or something like that. Like, okay. it, like the quest is like a way of penance but in it, this kind of culture. But isn't that kind of that's kind of similar to the crusading vow in in, yeah. the, in Western culture, right? Like, yeah, you, like you have like some sins you want to do like a, pil- a pilgrimage or something yeah. like that. So yeah. it's similar, yeah. So I, I think like, yeah, me leaning more heavily on the fact that you like you can't just pay for it, right? You yeah. have to do it. I think I think in general, the the Equitane religion is not based on Christianism, but it takes a lot of like. Like inspiration, inspiration from Christian culture, okay. and I don't think it's intended, but I think it's it happens. Yeah, sure. So, and also it it kind of talks about the damsel being like the voice of the lady, and like the like the touch point between the people and the goddess. Yeah. So so like how do do you, can you. Do you, do you feel like you can expand on that? Like, how do they get that connection when, when they, like, like, because, of course, in, in normal history, like, the clergy say that they're the representation of, of whatever deity that yeah. you have. But, like, in this case, it seems like they're more closely connected. So, so, yeah, so how does that go about? I think it will come up as we go. But I can say now, like, the damsels are, like, they're, they're taught by... By old damsels, so yeah. when so if you're a damsel, if you become a damsel, it's, it's such a stupid word. Yeah, I, I really hope that they change the word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like just make yeah. it a femboy. Like, yeah. let's just yeah. let's just it's, go full hog. I, think, I think call it like a prophetess or something. Yeah. Like, that. like okay, so these these basically these women, it's like if you're like smart, if you're a smart lady, in Equitain, <laughs> okay, and you get noticed. Oh, this is a smart lady. Yeah. Like, oh. Let's send her to school. <laughs> and basically what happens is you go to school and then so you become kinky. a damsel. Yeah. yeah. It's like a I mean, like Catholic school, like <laughs> all women in one place. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Kessman's getting a little bit yeah, excited just, over like, here. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's basically what happens. But we, we, I think we'll get there okay. as we go because it, it brings it up in the rest of the background. So, so the, next, um, the next one is... Which one is this? Is this the culture? This is the knights. Knights, okay. This one was fucking dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally made almost no notes for this one. So, Casimir, what do you think about this this uh, piece of background? Yeah, I think I think it describes the fact that knights can earn glory and get some vows, and that's about it. Like it's. I feel, I feel like it's a lot of words to say not very much. Yeah. Yeah, Frass yeah. has the right of yeah. it. <laughs> so I, I wrote, like, the squire's becoming a knight because it's necessity, yeah. despite being... Yeah, he's like, oh, let me apprentice to you. Oh, so now you, my you, apprenticeship you're, you're is may, done. You may be not old enough, but cool. now you're a knight. And you have to... I'm, I'm, Which, like, I'm, away, I'm away, so you have to read this instead of, like, get it from my words. Which, and incidentally, is how they have sex as well. You know, like, now you're, like you're not old enough, yeah. but... So, okay, so there's a, few thing, there's a few things that came through on this. So, 
um, you have like the vigil and the last strike, and it's all about deeds, not words. Like these are kind of like standard like fantasy tropes for yeah. knighthood. Like, yeah, I like agree. literally shoot me in the head because I cannot be asked to read this. Yeah, exactly. but the one thing that came through on this background was the seven principles of knighthood, mm-hmm. and you might not know this, but maybe this will appear in the book. Oh. Okay. And I'm not gonna say anymore. So, so what? What do you do? You know the seven by heart because I don't. Yes, but I'm not gonna say it. You don't want to say it. Wow. These seven principles of knightlyhood may come in the book. And like, but like, can't you just repeat them or? No. So. I pick things up as like, you know, I can't remember what they're called in the current book, but you can uh, upgrade your duke to have like whatever. Uh, is it, is it virtues they're called? Yeah. So they seem like they're going to replace the virtues as like upgrades or something. But the, the thing I didn't like about this is it says, oh, here are the virtues. And then literally the next sentence goes, ah, but there's more than seven virtues. There can be any amount of virtues. <laughs> literally, that's the next sentence. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit like, yeah, it's not very direct, let's say. It's not very... Yeah, no. it, it could be better. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, like if, if you if you want to make it like if it's seven in the army book, there should like but like it, okay. The other thing, the other thing I want to say is like it's quite a nice um, parable to the warriors of that god who have seven sins. Yeah, and yeah, this is maybe seven virtues. Yeah, I feel like that. That's fine. Or seven principles. Seven principles. But like then, then make them dis- like distinct, right? Like that's I, 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 to me, I think that the the seven uh, warriors of dark gods like uh, favors are very distinct, and I that I really enjoy is that like it's not like I can't confuse those because like they're they're all very different. They're yeah. very different, uh, but but here I I, 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 yeah, I don't like it doesn't it doesn't stick in the same way uh, so far at least. So. Yeah, well, hopefully with the background it will yeah like maybe with, when it more, pairs together yeah. with the rules you'll remember them because you can connect them together yeah. anyway so the next article is the peasants so this was your favorite one Casimir. oh oh okay so is this so let's see so yeah so this one is when like this dude who's telling us about this stuff he's like riding in through the countryside yes and he looks at the peasants and he's just like on his coach and he's like oh Wow, these peasants, they're like so healthy and so strong. And they're like tilling the fields. And they're, look, look, there's very, a guy. Very motivated. Yeah, there's like a guy who's he's so happy. He's like tilling the fields and he's he's really happy. And then like the, the knight comes by and he shits on his face. And he's like, oh, fuck, thank you. Thank you, master. Like, t- let me, let me uh, like absorb <laughs> me, your shit. Let me enjoy this <laughs> fertility. Yeah, exactly. The fecundity of your shit. Like, oh, it's amazing. And that, this to me was like, this, this read to me like if... Like some kind of fucking proto-fascist guy was like, oh yeah, fuck. Oh, people who are ruled, they love to be ruled. Oh, they're just like, they have just fucking boners. They have boners when they get ruled by other people. And I was like, oh, dude. Oh, this is like... It was painful. Yeah, I was like, this was really rough for me to read. And I was, I got like really angry and emotional when I read it. Because it just felt like, it felt like somebody was like, monarchy is the best way to rule things. You're, you're, too, you're too Swedish. Dude. Yeah, I was so Swedish when I read this. And then when I finished it, and I went like a couple of weeks afterwards, and I read it again. I was like, oh, wait a second. Like, this is a, 
like that knife edge TM thing, right? Like this is an unreliable narrator who's, who's, <laughs> who's writing this. And I was like, oh yeah, he is also monarchist who's writing this. I actually understand it now. <laughs> and I think, so I think that I went from hating this piece like so much because like this, I was like, this is like some weird ass po political propaganda thing to thinking like, actually, it actually is quite good, well-written because I feel like the guy who writes it really sells the idea of he he like thinks that this is a good system like he yeah. thinks that this is great yeah he kind of come, he's 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 moved away for a long time yeah and he comes back and he's quite surprised and how like abundant the society exactly. is and how how like healthy everyone is and how yeah. good the crops are and the, like that was the thing that so when i read it the first time the thing i reacted on was like he he is not from equitain and he comes here and he's like he's, oh my he's god from, he's from equitain but oh yeah, he's, but he's, he's, he's lived, been lived away yeah. for a long time. So he's like lived in Sonstal. Yeah. So so he's lived in Sonstal, and in Sonstal is like a, you know like more like less uh, less hierarchical perhaps, yeah. and more like a free market type of society. And he comes back to Equitain, and it's more of like a like where nobles have their their you know their due or whatever. And he sees like, oh, these people are doing quite well for being the system. And I, f I felt like when I read it the first time, I got this vibe of like, this is like the guy who wrote this just wants to tell me that it's really good to have like social superiors <laughs> and stuff. And I, I got really like, I got quite annoyed when I read it. And then when I stepped back, like, you know, I stepped back from it and I was like, wait a second, like he actually sold me on the idea that this guy who is telling me about this has this idea in his head. So uh, yeah. I think it's quite well written. But like it is a weird one because it got me like a mix of emotions. But I got really angry. But actually, <laughs> it was quite good at the same time. But uh, but but I think I think there's some interesting points to note. Okay, we're gonna come back to it, and as we talk about more of the articles. Yeah. But like the like the healthy peasants and like the wealth yeah. of the land and like yeah. the size and of like, the oxen. And that that was the thing that got to me is like that there's things in here where it says like oh the the peasants are so healthy and yeah. they they have all they they need. And yeah. so on, and then it's, it's like it's quite a big contrast to like the old Games Workshop law, yeah, where which it, was where the peasants were like undertrod, yeah, and they were like like wretched and yeah. dirty. It's, it's very different. And here it's like, oh, the peasants are healthy, but at the same time they really like know their place and yeah. they're like happy to do what they do, kind of thing. And like, like it was less the fact that they were healthy and more that like that that part where it says something like. Oh, these peasants seem to be like super happy with what they're doing and no more. And that yeah. was the part that was like, oh, this is that sounds like political <laughs> kind of thing. We, we like these peasants being. Say again? The, the, whole, the whole, like, peasants forever more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, but, uh, the one thing I would say is like, see how at the very start it's called like the Grim Pines of Vogue singing. I just couldn't get it out of my head that it said Volkswagen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the Nazi car. Yeah, so that's like the only thing I didn't like. I actually agree with you, Kat. Quite good from the point that, like, this is how the letter writing, like, could look. It could be good. Whereas, like, the, the one before about the knights and the guy just, like, becoming a knight when he was young is, like, a bad example of it. And that could have just been, like, a couple of paragraphs of just normal text, that, like, uh, describing it. 
rather than a letter. But this is actually like how it could be used in a good way for the fluff. Yeah, I think I think you're definitely on to something here, fast. That like to me, to me, this one like made me feel a lot of emotions. Like, and I like I got really into the. But like, but, but the fact that you say this means yeah. it's good, well written, right? Yeah, to me, yeah, that's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Like this to me is like, this is my favorite page of the background supplement. Like, because it got me really angry, really interested. Like every, <laughs> and like it get this got me like really invested in it. It somewhere. turned you on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like in, in about. Cas- Casimir was turned on. Yeah. <laughs> By this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, so so on the forum, they've, they've hinted on the fact that one of the supplements might be like a peasant revolution. And this one to me, I was like, fucking peasant revolution. Fuck this. <laughs> like, what a, like, satisfied under your masters? Like, fuck that. Like, peasant revolution. <laughs> That's revolt against yeah. the knights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just have a lot of like stupid assholes on leadership six, just like sitting in big units. You know? Leadership what? Ah, shit, discipline six. Okay. Drink? I drink. I need to catch up. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure they just released that LAV as well. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the next one is um, called Culture. Ah, the culture. So this one is about like, it, it's a few different um, excerpts. The, it kind of talks about different festivals and different tournaments. For me, it was a bit kind of I didn't really get much from this exit so much yeah but it's, it's kind yeah. of like what you would expect from like a medieval society in a fantasy setting yeah exactly like knights gathering the fights yeah some like kind of tournaments there's troubadours like the, I think the, there's a few interesting points one is that there's a few different gods there's not just the lady mm. you have this god called Kuda, and there's another one called Oob. What what is the okay? So can you could you say what those gods are about? Yeah, so so you have the lady who is like the main goddess of the Equitain yeah. pantheon, and then you have these kind of minor gods which are more like, if you think about it, like a bit more like, let's say like Britain in the ninth century when you have like the Christianization of the of the of the British Isles. Yeah. But in the fringes, you still have these gods that are still being worshipped. In Wales, yeah. In, yeah, in like Wales or Cornwall or Scotland, yeah. where like the kind of the old gods are, are still prevalent, yeah. and people still worship them. So in Equitane, you have the same. So in Equitane, you have like the lady is like the standardized religion of the realm. Yeah. But then in the fringes, in like some places, it's still okay. It's 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 not like. No one's in, there's no inquisitors, there's no one like persecuting you for worshipping the old gods. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are still kind of worshipping these old gods. You have this one called or Oob, which is seems to be like a god of love. Yeah, he comes up later as well. And uh which is some other god. So so you have these other gods. What did you say, Fraz? The god of love. Something that rings with boob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a god of love. I can't, you can do better than that, surely. I mean, awesome. I, 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 didn't, I didn't have any part in this, I'm just yeah. going to say. I'm just, just going to say, that, that's perfect. Uber boob. <laughs> like, the, 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 the boob is a boob. Like, come on. Boob. Yeah, so 
so I, th- I think it, it kind of this if anything this piece introduces like the fact that there's other gods in Equitane, not just the lady and that people are worshipping different gods aside from her yeah and also introduces these this kind of concept which is the court of troubadours I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is I haven't yeah. I'm not like super de- in deep in, in depth in the background that I know what it is but it seems to be like a fairly organized society which comes into the courts. Um, they see entertainment as a duty. And even though it's like a superficial organization and a bit of a farce, they still have this kind of like king of troubadours that like yeah. is is this kind of entertainment facility that travels around and okay. gives come like acts at fairs or something like that. Like, but 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 I think I think what it says is more like it's more kind of indicative of like standard medieval fantasy society. Mm. So yeah. nothing. I feel like this is another another bit where like the letter writing enforced is kind of detrimental. Like if you had these like these as a backdrop to a story going on, like a story arc, that would be a lot more interesting. Something's happening rather than just writing a letter about it. Yeah. Yeah, if if only there were special characters, right? Yeah, exactly. If, if only it was some identity to, to cover yeah. this onto. Yeah. If only. <laughs> okay, so maybe we go to the next one. This is the politics, I guess? Yes, correct. How, did you read this one? I mean, I read it, but yeah. we're, sti- we're still not at a point where I read it recently. So. <laughs> okay, so, so this one is about... Um, there's a there's a there's some kind of like duke who's writing to the young king of Ecuador. Oh yeah, and he's like telling him what it's do you very, need, it's what very, do you need very to con- know? Very condescending. I, I I like I like the tone because like the actor and the voice like it gives like a good way of describing Equitain. Yeah. Like the actor works well, mm. but at the same time it's like very much like this probably wouldn't happen in real life no exactly because like, <laughs> like, the way it's, it's, the tone is like so condescending it's a bit too explanatory yeah like like, yeah. like sometimes i like that's a i feel like this is a is a endemic of knife itch lore in general is that sometimes people don't explain things as much as it's done in these lore pieces right yeah. and and that is the thing is that if you want to have like these unreliable narrators you have to accept that sometimes they do not explain things. Like if you yeah. if you're gonna have like an actually unreliable, like an actual in world narrator, they will assume that you know things. And if yeah. you if you remember, I think I think this is a really good example of how yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. the complete truth. And and if you if you read like you know whatever fantasy book or whatever, like a lot of times they will not tell you how things are, but they will just like kind of uh, insinuate it, right? Yeah. And that I feel like sometimes we are telling people too much what is happening, right? Yeah. And like, if you want to have it to be this kind of unreliable narrator, sometimes Th- you just need to, too much. you need to just accept that sometimes you're going to say things that people don't understand. But I also think that if, if you did that, but you also paired it with like factual statements, right? Then, then yeah, then it, then it comes out a bit better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so this is like a very unreliable narrator, let's say. So he's he's talking about the like the in the general state of the dukedom, and um, he's talking about how Uther freed the lands 
and as as we talked about before in the first piece, we kind of know that it wasn't just Uther who freed the lands. It was also like yeah. some kind of combination of the vampires as well. Also, some really cool person who was not mortal. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is some kind of like propaganda and culture piece. So it's kind of showing that how like. She's the, like misrepresenting the truth. Yeah, like the basically. But, yeah, exactly. Like the so obviously the, the vampires are the good guys. Yeah, like the equitane the equitane culture is kind of saying like, okay, like we we defeated the vermin swarm and rid them from the lands, but maybe in reality it was actually the vermin swarm, uh, the vampi- <laughs> the vampires who. Yeah, the other V thing. Yeah, the other V thing. I think that's that's like that is good. That's like it kind of alludes to something like I mean. General Fontaine and stuff like there's going to be a story there. Yeah. Uh, about them fighting up and stuff. So there's like wee bits of like that spark your interest. The one thing I didn't really like was the fact that they're called the Civil War is called the Wars of the Lily. Like that's just yeah. Wars come on. That, I I also I also wrote exactly the same thing. It's like this is absolutely not original. <laughs> So, so yeah, it could have been just, like it's, Wars it's, of the Roses, and they just changed it to Wars of the Lily. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, it needs like a little bit more. Yeah. No, you 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 could do better. Yeah. So Background like, team, you like, could do better. Yeah. Like I I like I personally I like the real world references, but yeah. it's nice when there's references and not direct yeah. pointers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. so basically, what happened in the history of Equitain is that. Like Uther, he was the king, and then his lineage went on for a few hundred years, and then, then yeah. there wasn't a male heir, and then the the then the you had this split in the split in the dukedom, I guess, yeah. and then you had this wars of the lily. <laughs> so okay, I yeah, wonder where sure. that I wonder where this was inspired from. Yeah, exactly. So okay, yeah, but sure. It, but this is like again, I feel like the whole background supplement as a whole. Is kind of endemic of the fact that like this refers back to one of the first pieces where it has that like uh, one of the first pieces has the perspective of somebody who who writes it who thinks that the vampires were like the good guys the yeah, guys who yeah. like inspired the equine culture and that again is like the best part of the whole background supplement yeah. like the two first pieces are so good and yeah. I read those and I was like holy fuck this will be an amazing background supplement and then the rest the is rest just like flat. kind of degrading yeah. that like they're building off it a little bit but it's just it's not that interesting like it, it's it's written like the, the text is written fine but the ideas are presented in the first two pieces and those pieces are amazing and yeah. then the rest of it is kind of like yeah. just like I don't care I agree kind of I agree the rest is like a bit weak but let's let's continue so um the rest the rest of this piece is is kind of talking a little bit about um he he kind of explains like the political structure in equitane so as well as the wars of the lily um he he mentions the crusades and the crusades are called by the damsels which is like a little bit of like a a nod to the Christian culture and our yeah, history. Yeah, like, uh, like it's called by popes. Yeah, but exactly. The damsels take the that kind of a position yeah. in power. And and it also hints towards Equitane as these like colonizers, like as as Fraz mentioned, like uh, Avras has been kind of taken by this guy called uh, he's like a traitor, but he's called General Fontaine. He's like this Equitane general who's like captured Avras. Mm-hmm. So this is actually current in the Ninth Age background is that Avras is actually controlled by oh. like a mercenary traitor general called General Fontaine. Like traitor to Equitaine. Yeah, exactly. So oh, he's, he's not loyal to the crown of Equitaine. He's like, oh. 
He he went to conquer Avras, but then he like conquered went, it and changed conquered sides. Conquered it and changed sides, yeah. Easy peasy standard. Yeah. Like, so nice. so as as Faz alluded to, this is actually quite an interesting piece of the ninth age background, but it's not really expanded on, unfortunately. Yeah, that that's quite cool actually. I didn't pick up on that. But the, this is also thing. something that happened yeah. in the in the thirteenth century in okay. Europe. Like Constantinople was conquered by the Venetians. Oh yeah, yeah. It was taken by the Venetians like very briefly. Yeah, but then yeah, then they abandoned it. On like the fourth like, crusade, the, yeah. They took all the statues, the yeah. gold and whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it maybe this is like a okay. a, par- a parable to that. That's quite cool. Um But so but but like in, in our so if we think about in the knife age setting, is that current setting? Yeah, it's current guy? current setting. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. I yeah, definitely didn't know that. So so Avras uh, is actually think, controlled by Equitone. Huh. Or like a traitor. Sorry, Ross? I think like adding these current events are pretty cool and it like needs to be done a wee bit more because there is no kind of like world story in ninth at the moment. Like you had the guy in Circling Abyss who came out and then nothing was ever really added. So like adding these wee bits for like a current world story is the it's quite interesting and like I would like to see more of that personally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I, I want to hear more about like what's going on right now and like current events. I think I think you're definitely on something because this this to me that like when I didn't actually catch up on that so much when I read it and but now when you say it like that sounds really cool. It's it's more it's like interesting, right? It's yeah, like you want to know what's going like, on. Like yeah, to me like if I'm feeling an Empire of Song style army, you know, and, and like that, that has some like real implications on what my army is doing, like, like what, what is happening. If I, if I care about the fluff when I'm building that army, like what, what, how is it in relation to who, whatever is. But, but, the, but the Empire is not necessarily Avras, right? Avras is like no, the no, no. city that's like an international city. I mean, definitely, definitely. Yeah. But like, okay, so how is this province in relation to that empire, right? Like, yeah. like it definitely, it like maybe it doesn't have like a direct, like it doesn't change my army composition as such, but it changes how the general is in relation to the general world, yeah. right? All right. So the rest of this piece, um, there's a few other interesting kind of uh, connotations that come up. You, you kind of understand that Equitane is like trading country. It has wealthy crops. It has like a land, which is the envy of Vettia, which is stated in the text. I yeah. think we'll come to this a bit later. Like, why is this? Yeah, and like that to me was, and once again, I'm like, oh, wait, so because they have indentured servants, they are really happy and the crops grow well? Not necessarily, but, it's like, but, we're, oh, we're, but we're gonna get to why. Because, because we oppress the people, they're extra happy because we oppress <laughs> them extra much. I'm like, fuck, my Swedishness is coming out so much. Like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> but we're, we're gonna get to why, why the crops are so good okay. later on. Okay, okay. Um, but they also have like the, the biggest exports are wine and cloth. So the cloth from, from the north, the wine comes from the south. As, as per usual. As, as per usual. Warm climates, yeah. good for wine. Yeah. And they have like a, like a lot of different kind of animal exports as well. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, it, and if you kind of read into it, 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 it kind of, it makes sense that like the wine is from the south, yeah, the yeah. sheep are from the north and yeah, they have I mean, a bit like, more mountains in the north and it, yeah. it makes sense. So yeah, you, you kind of get this idea of like how Equitain is a bit like a bit yeah, more geographically structured. Yeah. 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 And then the end of this text, like the king kind of makes this kind of bold statement, like even though he's like the young king, 
He yeah. makes this like very powerful. Isn't this the one where where the the, the advisor tells him like, oh, you should do this, and he's like, fuck you. Yeah, basically, he's like, yeah. yeah, you need to like reduce the taxes here, and he's like, fuck off. Yeah, I, I like that. I really like that because the, the advisor is like, how about you benefit the rich people? And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna make sure that this land prospers for the future. Yeah. Exactly. That was like like king of Equitane, powerful guy for the people. Great. Like I like good, it. good lad. Good lad. Positive we, like, we, we have a lot, a lot of time for that. Yeah. Alright, so the next piece. I hope at some point, Casimir, you're going to... Yeah, so here, here is where I read recently notable individuals. And unfortunately, this is like the driest part of the whole thing. It is like, pretty holy fucking fuck. dry, yeah. Like, it was really... I don't know, like, these people have so little... They don't, they're not fleshed out very much. Yeah, like, like they. I mean, there's some names... Which is fine, right? But like they, they don't like they, they don't really put so, their. So g- give me your, give me your thoughts on what you think of these people. I, that, I've I've written some notes, but let let me hear what you think. Like to me, I just like when you read it, you just go like, oh, this is this guy. He lived in in the, at this year, yeah. and you're like that. That's like all I get from it. Like I don't, yeah. I don't really. Uh, sorry, what are you saying, Franz? I kind of like that they've added like names actually in. Yeah, just like, me too, me okay, too. It's, it's dry just now, but it'll be good if they flesh some of these people out. Uh, like, I, I like that they're actually adding, like, people, because you know, we were saying earlier, special characters, whatever. Like, that we don't have any of that, so I'm glad that something's been added in. Hopefully it'll be added too, and then people can base, like, their army on this guy or that guy. Um, I had one question, though, Henry. Yeah. See the... Robert Fontaine guy that like yep. says he took an Arcaline wife Arcaline yeah so I yeah so Avras was under vampire control at one point or something wasn't it I'm not so, I'm not sure about it was under vampire control but maybe at one point yeah so like what's what's Arcaline so Arcalia is is what you might if you wanted to equate it to like the modern world or like the medieval world, it might be Italy. So Arcalia is this kind yeah, of like um, like a city state area. Yeah, it's 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 to the southwest of Avras. If you look on the map, um, I'm just going to take a quick look at the map because I've got it up here real quick, and Casimir can have a look as well. So is this so Avras is is like where Constantinople yeah, is? Yeah, so it's, it's like yeah, it means that like and when Turkey and Greece Ar- meet each other. Yeah, so Ar- Arcalia is this kind of area here. So it's kind of the Italian area, yeah. just below the White Mountains. So it's kind of far away from Avras, like in the other peninsula. Yeah, so if you wanted to equate it to the modern world, it's like where it's Avras like, is Constantinople, Arcalia is maybe Italy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't take that. So my question was going to be like, is she some kind of like, is it alluded into she's some kind of vampire? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like one hundred percent, it could be. Again, again, because like the, I, the best part of the Equitanian like lore is, is when the, the vampire, like when the vampire is like, joined, the right. in, I'm like, fuck yeah, like let's do this. <laughs> what, like, what, really what's what's her name? Because maybe I can tell by the name. Uh, so is this General Robert? It doesn't name her. 
No, it just it doesn't name. Okay, then what? Okay, yeah, yeah, because I I know I know that I I don't want to spoil too much, but I, I know that the Lamians are very prevalent in Arcalia. Okay, cool. So like that that to me is that's really interesting. Like that that's the kind of like uh like lore that I I like because again you can a lot of this that's in the supplement you can just assume. Like yeah. I can assume how knights work. Like yeah. I don't need I don't yeah. need your help to tell me what's going on. Yeah. But like this is something that that I wouldn't like I wouldn't per se assume, you know? Yeah. So so it's quite interesting, right? So maybe 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 this could be a vampire. Like I, I'm not sure. Like I, I don't know. And it could very easily be a vampire, but like I don't know. So yeah. I, I could Yeah, because I, I was kinda of taken from it that potentially like the vampires run Sundarpas, I think. So potentially he, like, declared his independence and it's potentially under, like, a kind of vampire's control again in, yeah. like, the current timeline. Yeah. But and that's just kind of, like... Oh, well, I, I, th- I think that would be, that, like, a really interesting direction for us to take as, yeah. a, as a background team, but I, I'm not sure if that's the intention. Yeah, that, I mean, okay. I, I agree. Like, like that, that to me is, like, that is suddenly... Like, I think that the whole point of, the, of having special characters or something is to have something to build your army around and that that is again like yeah. instantly yeah. something like i yeah. want to i want to build my army around this guy like yeah. or this person yeah right? I, I agree and that's that's why special characters could be so important for the setting yeah so i've made a few notes on this so obviously there's different people um like finally we get some characters like named like henry the young is obviously the, the current yeah and i'm like oh henry. the current the current henry, king it's of, you it's me yeah henry yeah. the young he's the uh, current he's, king he's of young, Everton. He's sexy. He's he's fit. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's he's, he's ready to go. Yeah. His wife's called. He's full spunk. His wife's called Eleanor. Is the, is the okay? So is Eleanor a girl you would date or no? What, what do you think? Uh, Just based on like, well, okay, based on like historical yeah. knowledge, like Eleanor of Aquitaine, which was like probably the most powerful woman to ever live. Do you, okay, so are you attracted to power? Personally, no. Okay. Okay. But. I mean, if I was living in the 12th century, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, probably. Well, yeah. yeah, like, why not? Yeah, I, exactly. could, I could fuck her. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you can get it up, like, yeah, yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah, I give, I give her a pump, see yeah. what happens. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, she might be fat, but, like, she's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, fat doesn't always mean ugly, all right? Like, fat is, like, you can have a girl. We're gonna, like we're gonna get, we're gonna get to this, Casimir, yeah. we're gonna get to this, because it's a very important point. <laughs> And when we come to the damsels later on, oh, we're gonna get to this. Fuck yeah, fat damsels! Like here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like she she can't she can't ride a horse. But she's too fat. <laughs> it's like yeah, baby. She's like so much to squeeze. <laughs> but uh, there, there was a few interesting points on these this like kind of list of characters. Like we have this uh, El Silla El Silla kind of guy, which is maybe like a Saladin type character. Yeah. He's like the Lord of the Tafrian Banners. It kind of hints at like the colony in Tafria. So, yeah. so if you hadn't already kind of realized, like the kingdom of Equitain has a lot of colonies. So they have these colonies on like the northern Tafrian coast. Mm. They also have colonies in Varentia and the New World, and they're very much like a trading nation. Yeah. So it's, it's a bit close to the coast. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's quite important for them to have these colonies and this is one of the characters that's like in control of the colony mm. so he's like a let's say like a sultan 
of this this kind of colony. Yeah, like one foot in the native and one foot in the equitarian. Exactly, culture. and 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 I quite like that the background team have kind of fleshes out somewhat. Yeah, yeah just that, to, that to me that that was like one of the exciting parts. Of yeah. this part, I think. Yeah, and there's a few other honorable mentions. You have the lady Tania Ferrer, which is obviously following the ninth age equal opportunities policy <laughs> with a, a woman knight which is yeah which is fine but unrealistic whatever um the next one is like it also mentions like a paladin as an order yeah and so this is something that's going to come into the new book as well like the paladins is not necessarily like like just a minor hero it's actually has it serves a function in society okay okay well that's interesting yeah it, it, but in general, like this section, it would just be better if it had more information. Yeah, and like I, that's that's a criticism you can level against the lore in general is that sometimes they 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 have this feeling of like oh we're not gonna reveal too much but but there's no other resources so like at some point you like it's yeah you better, have to <laughs> it's per, perhaps better this is you, this is why I have to come on the podcast yeah, and talk about it it's because perhaps otherwise better if you say too yeah. much because then we get excited because like yeah when you tell me about it I'm like oh that's a lot more fun than when I read yeah. this it's like oh paladins is like an order yeah oh really yeah, okay exactly. that's cool whereas no I'm just like, you're oh, like, there, to, like there's like you're, the you're looking, you're looking at it with like squinty eyes like what's going on here yeah it's like the knight of the forest and he did this and he goes pardoned by some king and like I don't I don't care yeah yeah okay so the next one is the uh, heraldry oh uh, uh. Okay, this this one hurt me. Like this, this one hurt you. Yeah, like this one was to be like they're they're at like a, a joust. Yeah. And then like some ambassador is like, what is the heraldry of this guy? And he's like, well, let me tell you, it's an arrow. And he's like, oh, that's really interesting. It's an arrow. And he's like, oh, look at that guy. He's he's like a pig who's running over a, a fence. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> and that's that's like the whole thing. That's that's and, what you got from it. It's just, yeah. And I, it just it was just I, like I, oh. Uh, I, 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 I feel like if they, got, if they got someone from the art team to like knock, knock up a few like designs or something and put some text under it, it would just look better and you wouldn't have to read text just for like not very much. Yeah. And then you could like attach some like maybe try to attach the colour to a place there. You could have done it for different areas and then people could have like taken that into their army if like they're into the kind of fluff. So, so uh, here's a question. How, how, would, how would you, if you're going to write a text... More simple. If you're going to write a text... Yeah, you don't need to, How would you write you a text to, write to, to express this? Yeah, but my point is you don't need to write this. You could have knocked up some drawings, like a short intro, put up some drawings. I'm, I'm, not, like, I'm, not, disagree- I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you, but like, how would you... If you said, okay, write a text about heraldry, how would you do it? Okay, so here's my, my two, my, obviously my first suggestion is agreeing with Fraz. I think it's completely right. Yeah, like, I, like, I agree, like I you, agree. Like you have some pictures and you describe the pictures. That's completely fine. And the second one is that you describe a heraldry that is not obvious. Like you, you, you have a heraldry that a lot, like uh, alludes to something that is mentioned perhaps earlier in this document. Like the vampire thing... You know, like some kind of knights but it, there. But, but, like, it, but it also talks about Henry the Young, who like it talks about the king's heraldry. Yeah, it 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 does, it does. But it it talks, but the thing Howard talks about his like the heraldry of Henry the Young is like, oh, it's a lion on a blue cape, and you're like, okay, like right, that yeah. just is a lion. Like, 
and that's my problem is with like, a chalice. Like if it was something more special, it would be more interesting. But like I again, like I could perhaps guess at what what this Hellry meant before I read it. You yeah. know, if you see what I mean, and that to me is the problem. Is like, I I think. You you perhaps need the generic Hellry, but you don't need to describe that generic Hellry in text. That's how I would say it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So it, it could have been better as a picture. Yes. Yeah, and like yeah. I would say, like the, the like the this the structure of the description is fine if it was describing something that that couldn't be uh, told us in a text. Like like if you describe something that. You know, like like this alludes to this thing that we don't know about. If you do, know what I mean. But do do you not think it just describes like how if let us say let's say you're building a kingdom with equity and army. Yeah. And like, okay, how am I gonna do my heraldry? Yeah. Do you do you think this helps you do that? I would say maybe a little bit, but it doesn't. Like it doesn't it doesn't tell me so much more than what I would just guess if you that that is this yeah. is is this your yeah, your this one's yeah mine. This one, <laughs> like 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 to me I I would say like to to me I like like it tells me something that I already know that 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 was that would be my critique like it's it's not like bad per se but it, it's more like 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 I read it and I was like yeah that makes sense yeah you know okay. like like I I would I would like you you know like I would like you to tell me about Hillary that I wouldn't automatically just like, oh, this is like a fish. And it's like, what, why is this, you know, like night, like, you know, uh, night turning the fish on, on the Harry? Oh, it's because of this legend or whatever. Yeah. And like, that would, is what I personally want to know, right? Whereas like, oh, it's, it's a line, you know, like, okay, well, I know, I probably know, well, I can guess what a line is. You know? Yeah. Th that's to me that what I yeah. would want. You know? So, so I, I made some notes despite the, I wrote yeah. it myself. <laughs> okay, the the notes is the entire text. Yeah. <laughs> so like um, it's an it's an obviously an ambassador like talking about like the different heraldry at joust. It it describes the heraldry, and it, and it's kind of similar to what you would expect from like Western yeah heraldry, which was like an mo from the background team. Sure. So it was like okay, we need to describe this in like the same way. Oh shit. The same way. I'm gonna put this somewhere else because I'm. Gonna put <laughs> The same way as like, like the French and English yeah. heraldry is, um, and then you, you get you get a little bit of like information like the Gascon heraldry is like red. Yeah, yeah, like that information. I like that was when I read it. I thought yeah. like that that part so was like, like Gascon is like a part stuff, like, right? like yeah. ad, is like a northern region in Aquitaine. Yeah, which you learn later, and and it's like their color is red. Yeah, like here again, you like you get some information on how how would I paint my army if it fits yeah, into this. Yeah. yeah, and then and then you get kind of a little, little bit more information as well. So like the king's coat of arms is like this red field which is has a golden lion with a chalice. Yeah. And so the golden lion comes from his wife's like a fiefdom. Yeah. In uh, Destria. And then the chalice comes from because the fact that he want he's a king. Yeah. So sure. he's like chosen by the lady. So it, it kind of shows like how he created his heraldry. Yeah. And this was something that the background team wanted to display when we talked yeah. about the heraldry, which is why it's in the text. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify no, no, my no, no. Like, I mean, writing like, I, it. I think it's good that you're justifying it because I think it's really interesting to hear why it's in there. 
I, I think my, my critique is that like I definitely see why it's in there, but I also think that like one well like if you you could also just take the extra step of saying like well what parts of this would I assume that my reader just assumed or knew would be in there anyway yeah. and then say like uh, okay yeah, maybe I, I agree. I agree. maybe there would be an extra step to take right yeah. yeah and and then with like the last kind of line and the text is it's like okay why why does he have like a boar head on his on his heraldry is that well he likes hunting boar yeah <laughs> so like i like i like the i like so, the fucking so it, it fat also it also, it also shows like a bit of like um kind of flexibility when it comes to heraldry like it, yeah. it's not necessarily like handed down from generation you don't choose your yeah. wife's heraldry because you want yeah, a political yeah. allegiance it's yeah. just like Snakes. you just like a picture yeah it's like it's like things bro yeah <laughs> and and that and i think that the idea behind the text was a bit more yeah. like okay you, you can for your knights there's different regions but you can still choose yeah the picture that you want to have from the region yeah that was like my at least my idea yeah yeah, no, I, I like I think I think you're on the on the right track, but like maybe I'd like how I like I don't know how I would write it of course, but like on my you know, like when you sit on the critics it, like yeah, it's thing like you yeah. you would think like okay, well I, I change it in the sense that I would say maybe add like a little bit of more interest, like like a little bit more differentiation in the beginning, and then you add that like um what do you call it? like uh like extra added variable at the end of saying like okay well how like how does this connect into the world or saying like maybe maybe the first thing you talk about is more different than the first thing here if you see what i mean mm. whereas like when i read this i thought well this seems kind of standard that was, that was the, the yeah but the first part that, I that's just equity and background in general right yeah. it's like very very <laughs> much like it's dry yeah <laughs> anyway. okay so the next one is the, the the free virtues? Oh, oh, this, oh, this is so this is, dry. Whew, okay, like I'm sorry to everybody whoever wrote this, but like this 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 one to me was like like I read it and I was like, oh, this is out of my brain instantly. Yeah. Like, All right, G- give me your feedback, uh, man. Like this to me is like, oh, there's three ways for you to be good. Let me tell you about the three ways. One way is to be good. The other one is to be great, and the third one is to be nice. And that that's the third way is to be great. And it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool nights and stuff like that that was that was that's that's how it appeared I, I, honestly i think we can just literally skip this yeah. one because it's an absolute waste of time yeah, yeah. Exactly. and I'm, i never even finished reading this one before i moved on so yeah i i totally agree the, ne- the next one was quite interesting yeah so th- this one is this yeah. one this one had like a lot of information the, the favorite my favorite part of this is I think this is my favorite one yeah. from the whole supplement actually my favorite one is still the peasant one because it got me so angry and emotional but, <laughs> but like but the, but this so one, swedish yeah like i i need to like i'm living in germany but i keep my culture alive in my heart <laughs> but but like this one to me was really cool because it was like between an inquisitor and a halfling and like here so so in when I read this one, I had this like reflection where I was like, a, a interesting thing about the equinim supplement is that normally like when we read the warriors book for example, it was like okay, well we need to have a unreliable narrator. So the guy who tells it about the warriors, he has to be like a human yeah. and maybe has some connection to equitane. He's like seeing it like third person kind of he he's experiencing it but he's seeing it from afar yeah. 
and and yeah. before this this piece, I felt like the 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 problem I had with equity in one is that the people who were seeing what was happening were actually part of the culture. Yeah. So sometimes I felt like that kind of was in some way a detriment to the, the story. Yeah. Whereas in in this one, it actually like we went back to to the like the fact that they the people telling us about this are somehow distant to what was happening. So it was a separation which let us tell us about, like, uh, inform us about the basic uh, understanding of how things work, basically. Yeah. And, and, like an and outside. I quite like this kind of point of view, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, quite, it's quite interesting, right? Yeah. And it liked it. So the point of view is that there's an inquisitor of uh, Sonstal uh, interviewing this halfling who's like a spy or, or an informant, perhaps. Well, I, th- I, think more, I think he's quite innocent, is what I get from it. He's, he's just like, yeah, you know, like... I've been, work, like, I've been working there for a while. But, you, mean, but he's like, don't you think he's like kind of paid by the song, by the song style? Like he, yeah, maybe, I mean, like he's kind but, of playing both sides in that sense. Like yeah, he, maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. It seems like he's like taking a long vacation, but they've been like paid to do it or came back and they've been paid for information. Yeah. I mean, like that's the best kind of vacation, right? Like when you're, <laughs> when you're paid for it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, like, what, what's he say? What's he say, Casimir? What does what does Roger say? What's yeah. Roger what's Roger chatting about? So so the Inquisitor asked Roger about like basically about what like what the fuck's going on in yeah. Aquarium. Like yeah. that which which seems like kind of you know, like weird because they're neighbors and Yeah, they should probably know. Right? Yeah, exactly. But he doesn't know at this point. And he basically just asks him about like like how the social structures and the religion works within the thing, and it's, yeah. it centers are all about like what do, what does the damsels do, and like what their what is their religious function yeah. in relation to Equitain yeah. or like in relation to uh, Sunstall. Yeah. Like what do the damsels do in relation to perhaps the prelates or something like that? Yeah, there's quite a few interesting points that come up for me. Yeah. Uh, the first one is like that he talks about like how wealthy the land is. And this kind of comes through again. Yeah, and that's the... We're going back to the peasant bit. Yeah. The peasant and, bit of the book. And again, we, we're going to come back to this at some point because it's quite important for the Kingdom of Aquitaine. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's this one, but maybe in future one. Mm. But he talks about like how everyone is lucky. The crop, yeah, like the crops, things just the crops seem are, to happen. Yeah, the, well crops are, the crops are doing really well. The wine is really good. And this is due to all the magic that's in the land. And this is like yeah, a like really, every, really like quintessential point of Equitain. Yeah, like every person, even the peasants, are like infused yeah. by this. Bar. So, so this is something that we should say because the the whole the whole kind of premise of Equitain is that this is like a mag- a, a land like seeped in magic. Yeah, it's like they're so close to the goddess, the goddess just like pushes out all of her magic into the land, and this makes like the crops grow really big. Like these, like you have these like bushels of wheat, which are like yeah. massive. Her bush and goes really big. She's got the biggest bush the biggest in the world. Bush. And, and <laughs> <laughs> like everyone is healthy. The waters are clean. Every, everything is going really well. That's, that's that. That is how I like my woman. Like yeah. the, the squirt is, is really clean. Yeah. <laughs> the water, the water squirt is, is like super, yeah. super fresh. Yeah, <laughs> refreshing. Yeah. Perfect woman, and and this is something that that Equitain has, and like the whole lands of Equitain, every time Equitain colonizes a new land, the same country is is gaining this kind of let's call it a blessing. 
Yeah. It's like the lady is infusing the land with magic and making everything like abundant, making everything fertile. Yeah. Every, all the all the crops and all the pigs and all the oxen are growing like massive and fat and yeah. every, everything is happy. It's good times. Good so times. so it's it's a big contrast to what we experienced in Games Workshop. Yeah, where it was like everybody's miserable and everything's shit and the knights are abusing their power basically. Whereas here they might be abusing the power, but while they abuse the power, people are pretty happy because everything's like all the like all the animals are doing really well, and we're harvesting a lot. Exactly. Kind of like Snow White with all the animals running about singing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think this is where like we're talking about are all the casters female, but like there's a bit in this that kind of says like maybe like your wizard masters and adepts are like damsels but anyone can do it and they're called prayers so like you could have a like a, a minor caster maybe in the book but I feel like it's a bit it's a bit kind of like empire isn't it like blessings prayers like an empire then going to lose their prayers because then they're just the same and then I feel like see the word like orison I had to like go and google that and I speak English I feel like somebody just picked up a thought, like a thesaurus. They said, "Oh, we'll use that word, so they're looking smart." Like, just call it a prayer or a blessing. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not really hundred percent sure that you're on the same page, but, um, but uh, like I do agree. I do agree. Like these kind of horizons are a bit, a bit kind of empire essentially. But it's. I think it's. I think it's in a different way. I think it's very distinct in the way that they. Let's say cast the origins, but we we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there for not, sure. It's not bound spells, then. That's what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I could feel that as well. Like it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the, uh, with the Sandstall book because like it's like this is is the like it's just like the Infern Wars and the Warren Halls. Like it's it's this is like the really important differentiations. Like how. Yeah. How do you differentiate these two things? And I think in this book, you really establish that Equitain is a very magical land. And like, how do you distance the Sunstall from that without, I don't know, yeah. like if, I don't know so, if they will need to take away the prayers or whatever. Like, I don't yeah, know what so, will happen. So, but, so let me like kind of divulge a little bit because I think this is like more the, ooh, the really important. Hammer time exclusive. Right here, right now. <laughs> So it, it talks a little bit about like the Ordos. So the Ordos are like this kind of organization, which is, you could kind of link it to like the monks in medieval history. Yeah. Or like the Templars. They make a lot of beer. Basically. They make a lot of beer. They fight. They, they do different yeah. things. Cool dudes. Yeah. And so the, these, these guys are kind of present in the culture. And the orders, their their job is to pray, and the damsels are kind of like the leaders of the orders. So that their their job is to pray, and and they have the they kind of in in this text he introduces something called arisions, which is like said one time, but it's going to be a very big part of the kingdom of Exodus book. And okay. and arisions are like the prayers that the orders say to the lady to give blessings to the people around them do you, so do you mean like orders that a normal person could say or yeah the, the yeah the or, i mean as, like, as like, it says like in the background like or, or like yeah like many, many different people can use the orders but yeah. it's the actually like the 
the autos themselves, like the the actual, the actual, I want to call them like a temple or like like the Templars or, or the monks. The, these are the people who are actually like praying themselves for the yeah. blessings that the the lady gives. Sure. And and this is something that will come through in the army book for okay. sure. Okay. I just I, I don't see why it needs to be such like a like awesome. I just don't like that word. Like nobody, I, I, it's just like somebody's picked up a thesaurus to me. Just trying to look smart. Like you just call it something that makes sense to people when you read it, rather than having to go away and Google what the hell that means. I want to I, I want to say at this point in the in the process that it's before like the background team have actually like been on the book and like discuss the names so okay so, so the, the names that we that we're using right now i'm using the names that are like the work in progress names from the army book yeah and you guys are hearing also like the work in progress names from the background team so it's not something that's like set in stone right now okay but, but, but maybe maybe it won't change yeah. but 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 for us like so is it the ordos that is the problem like or, or like what what do you feel what what do you feel like is most no, like, grievous so like so it's Orison or whatever it is. Arising. Like, I've never heard that. Arising, right. I, I'm speaking a country that's fluent in English. I had to go and Google that. Never mind somebody whose second language is. And then I just find out it's prayer or blessing. Like, could you not just use the word that, that like, you can understand? Like, why does it have to be so obscure? And I don't, I don't see why it has to be so obscure. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Like when I when I read the Ryzen, like that that to me was the same. Like I was like, oh shit. What's this? Like I'm currently learning German as my like third language and, and it does it gave me the same feeling when I was like, wait a second, what 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 does that mean? <laughs> oh like, oh okay, oh yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. That, that's that's what it is currently in the Slim book and we we're gonna work on it as we go and yeah, of see course. what happens. Sure. Okay, so let's go to the next text. So this is the... Let's just skip that one. Yeah, let's, let's just skip this one. I think Wait, this is an absolute waste of time. Is this the... This is your favourite one, Casimir. Oh, the Sarolde. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, so the thing I want to say about this, this is a poem. It's a great poem. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no. so okay, I like okay. Sorry, I was, I was being nice. Yeah, I want to, I, want nice. to apologize. Like maybe it is a great poem, but I don't understand the poem. Like that's that's how I say it. Like maybe it actually fits the meter of the poem, but when I read this, I couldn't actually read it in the meter. And maybe it's like it's it's based on some fucking really obscure meter that they found historically or whatever. But but like to me when I read this poem it just didn't like line like line up like when I read the ID poem and the uh, Demolition poem like it actually like when I read it I didn't have to put so much effort into getting it to rhyme you know and like like but did did you get much after this poem no like to to <laughs> no, to, to, to no, me no. to to me like I just read it and I was like wait what light birthrights <laughs> do, okay. do, do you want to know what I wrote yeah go ahead. I, I wrote. Sarolde, some wench who kills some vampires with fire. Yeah. Like to, to me, this, this yeah, a, that, bit, a bit random, and not that useful. Good poem though. <laughs> like to me, to me, bad, to, bad poem though. <laughs> bad poem, I'm really though. sorry. Like I, <laughs> I, like I, I read like 
currently I'm so outside of my page. I'm currently in like a project with one with my friends to every week, like every month or something. We write like a, not a poem, but like a, a short story and we have to critique it to ourselves. So like I'm currently trying to get better at writing like literally yeah. texts and it's really difficult. Like, I, like I'm not trying to tell this person who wrote this that they, they suck, but you suck. It's, but it's also <laughs> quite difficult to read. Like I think I think they have something there, but it's 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 also not not perfect yet. Like I, I there's something to grow on. It's not very easy to read, and to me that was the thing. Like I, I read it and I was like, okay, there's some vampire chick. Something bad has happened, and something good. Yeah, has I, happened. I I didn't I didn't really gain what that much from this one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just put way more effort into me. I seen it was a poem, and I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. So, so let's, is let's, next. Let's all be friends. Next. No. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm so... Just, I'm never reading a poem. I'm just never reading one. I, like, <laughs> so to me, I, I would, I would uh, get maybe make the opposite a little bit, like where like I, I really enjoy some of the poems that are in the Knife Age background in general. Like, like... That to me is something that I enjoy, but the problem with poems is that they're very difficult to make with with the meter yeah. and whatever. And if you if you can't fit the meter, just do something else like yeah. that. That that's exactly. my that's what I would say. Okay, so the next one is about the geography of Ecotone. So did you guys manage to to read about this? Is that uh, that's kind of scary. That I think it's quite interesting to lay out. A geography, but I can just look for the names, kind of skim read it, and then see where they are. Like I don't need to read this amount of text. Yeah, it it, like it, it didn't really give that much information. It's kind of what you expect, really. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I, I looked for a place name, and then just looked where it was, and then just kind of skim read if there was anything nice about it, and then just mo- moved on, looked for the next place name. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like, like Cantamont is like the southern lands where there's like wine and merchants and free thinking. It's like basically like Marseille or yeah. Provence. Like, yeah, that's what I got as well. It's like yeah. the first off, you get more like Italian city state, it gets, and the more northern, yeah. it's more like yeah. Yeah, centralized. And, yeah, exactly. And then like Gwenac is like the capital city of Equitaine. It's more like Bordeaux. It's like the religious center. Then like you have this place called Silac. Uh, it's more like downstream of the capital it's just like where all the manners are and then you have Brazan which is like the northwest it's like Brittany and it's like this magical place where all the beasts are then you have Gascon which is in the north which is basically like Normandy it's like some kind of Ostland influence and then this is where all the horses are from and then you have this like middle place called Sagu Which is basically like just like the middle middle area where there's like yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And just the, like random French dudes. Yeah. Fucking. And then you have this like small mention of like these colonies like Port Renault or whatever. So that's that's it. Like it wasn't very interesting to be honest. Yeah, like to to me it was like again like they're trying to flesh out the world and they tell us about these places but they don't give us enough re- information like a reason yeah. like I feel like they don't give us a reason to care about them yeah and and that to me was like, I, I I need to know where the people are from and like why they're cool and like what who this person is yeah and... yeah but like to, to, to I think the biggest thing to me is like 
I like if I want to care about a ish a place, I want to feel like okay, well, this this great hero or great villain or something comes from this place, yeah. and he did this. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, I I care about this place now because yeah. he's defending now, it now or it, it gives you like a point right? a point of reference. Yeah, where is yeah. this like oh the place from like the this place is good for horses and I'm like okay cool like yeah, horses are whatever. good I guess yeah I guess that's yeah. that's the thing yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, like uh, there, there needs to be a connection between something that appears in the army book to the place. That yeah. that that is what the feeling I get. Yeah, I agree. So that was a bit. It was a bit of like a null point, but it was somewhat interesting just to I hear mean, about it, all the different places. Again, you, you could have just got somebody from the art team to knock up a map, and it would have been more informative. It's coming. <laughs> So the next one is the warfare and the crusades. Here, here we go, colonialism. Colonialism. Oh, I, 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 I can feel like Casimir's got like oh, some opinionated oh, views on this one. Oh, dude! Like it's like oh well, okay. So we live in the south, and then the Equitanians came and they conquered us, and we're like, wait a second, this is not good. And then we conquered we're like, okay, wait, 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 yeah, wait, 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 wait. This lady, wait, 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 this lady, wait, wait. she's yeah, hot. Yeah, she's let's like, go with this. She's like, I like. Let's go with this. I like BTDs. You like BTDs. Like, Everyone likes BTDs. Yeah. Let's do Let, it. Let's get conquered, yeah. bro. Let's get conquered. That's basically <laughs> what happened. It was absolutely not what happened in the real world. <laughs> this is like this absolutely is not what happened in in the Middle East. They're like, oh well, these guys they they rode in such great formations around their city, and we're yeah. like, holy, they fuck. surrounded us so well. Yeah. And we're like. These like, guys doing it right. I mean, like, what, I, what god do they worship? Yeah, Let's like, just worship it, this god. I like being surrounded because that means that somebody has access to my butthole. Like, I, it's, <laughs> it's great. Like, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> so let, let's just let's just like put the buttholes on the battlements <laughs> and just the wet. Let it's them like look, look how wide I can stretch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. That to me, that was this. This like, it like to be honest. Yeah. I again like it, it. Like I think this one was. Good for me personally because I felt emotions like I like I, I got invested because I was, <laughs> was like, like ten oh, years like, fuck ten, you. <laughs> ten years and we're all worshiping the same god yeah ten years that's all yeah, it took exactly. Like, exactly. ten years Ma- is like imagine imagine if that was like, the same in the Middle East yeah fuck yeah it's like oh we, we wouldn't we wouldn't everyone's even, Christian we wouldn't even need to that'd be, all, that, would be, that would be awkward that'd be very awkward exactly like imagine today we're we're like the US is lifting off their ambassador like embassy and now they're like no 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 we're lifting people in to the ambassador yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was like I, I read this the title thinking. and I was like oh good cool I'm going to like look, hear about a war or like a, like a specific battle and I just didn't I was like mm. yeah I, 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 I wanted to read about it, I, I, it was, was like I was jerking like, off and it didn't come yeah like like to me again like <laughs> this this piece would be so much better if there was a named character yeah, like if there was yeah. if, if there was like just, a, just one a Saladin type of figure, right? Or like, like just a guy, I would be a like, guy who went a crusade wanna, and like, yeah, fucked like, up or like, whatever, like, whatever. Yeah, like either like you know whoever it was like Frederick Great or you know like whoever you want to take in history, like somebody, some great crusader who did this, and I was like, okay, well, I want I want to make his his army, right? Or you want to make a Saladin army, or you want to like something like some some kind of character you can bond into. Whereas this, again, was kind of like, yeah, sure, I, I know about the Crusades. And you read it, and you're like, okay, well, the, 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 the like, text is, like, well-written. Like, the description is good, but the content of that yeah, description is not. Nice. 
Yeah, as you say, it would have been really nice to have like hear about like a crusader army. Yeah. Because then, like someone could have read this. Because okay, Kingdom of Ecbatane, they have colonies in the north of Tafria. So I'm gonna do like an Arabic style army with yeah. like Kingdom of Ecbatane like models, and it would have been brilliant. Yeah, exactly. But it didn't didn't flesh out that didn't flesh out. No. But maybe maybe it's gonna happen in the supplement. Yeah, One like it, it leaves some room, perhaps, but 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 like that that needs to yeah. be widened. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So the next one, the oh. last one. Oh yes. Okay. Here we go. Matt Paris enters the you, arena. You know. You know. It's, you know. It's uh, Matty P. I, I like as it. soon as his horses. Yeah. yeah. You know he's on it. You know he's on it. He's he like, loves it. He's like, look at all these horse types. They're fucking amazing. They're so hot. They turn he's, on the he's time. Got, he's got a horse boner. <laughs> yeah. He's got a horse boner right now. Yeah. Massive rock on. <laughs> so so this basically this one... Have you ever seen a Jackass movie where they wake off the horse? Yes, this I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> this, this is what Matt, Matt Paris does every weekend. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite profitable to wank up a horse and give it get a sperm. Okay. Yeah, like uh, tell me about it. You know, like Patrick, he <laughs> he whacked up a horse. The he Italian wha- stallion. Yeah, the Italian stallion. He whacked up a horse. <laughs> he got like the horse come. Yeah. Put it in his girlfriend's horse. Ooh. Got like a foal from the horse, and now he's selling the foal. And it's good money. I mean, like Patrick is a businessman. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's the future of. So the in con- in conclusion. Whack off a horse, yeah. get the sperm, cash money. Yeah. Fuck. That's good. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> that, that's like, like, oh wait, would you want to know how our modern economy turns around on a global scale? This is the answer. Whack off a horse. <laughs> yeah, whack off a horse. <laughs> All right. So, back to Kingdom of Equity. <laughs> In conclusion, Matt Paris is saying, so basically what happened is this like kind of farrier guy yeah. Who's like making horseshoes, making bits, making bridles. He's like kind of fitting to like hippogriff. Yeah. Fitting to like a... It's like fuck a hippogriff. Ooh. Ooh like that, yeah. That's me. I was like, oh, that's cool. Sex, yeah. Sexy horse. I was like, ah, oh, shit. That guy's yeah. a, bit, a bit thicker than the other yeah, ones. Yeah, he, he needs like a proper like iron bit here. Like Matt Paris. Yeah. He's going into like way too much detail here. <laughs> like absolutely no idea what he's talking about. But at the same time. Exactly. I'd like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I also know everything he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he might be saying like an iron shod calf bit <laughs> stirrup thing. But... <laughs> But whatever, it makes sense. Yeah. We 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 assume he we assume he's knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's like making bits for hippogriffs, he's making bits for Pegasus. Yeah. And then and towards the end of the thing, he's like, there's like a box. And no one knows what's in it. And he's like, you can't look at it, but you gotta make a bit for it. <laughs> and it's like it's this like special special like um, special animal that he's gotta make a bit for. And it's obviously like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the word, but I'm not oh. sure it's gonna end up in the background. Okay. But it's called a face deed, so it's like this kind of face deed, which is okay, like a cock monster. Cock monster, exactly. It's like a massive okay. cock with the eyes. Nice. And uh, so that's it's living in a box, so you gotta make a bit for this. So yeah. How do you like you know? You gotta it's put like the it's bit. It's like actually like a peg or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a peg with like a like reins. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know he's got to make this bit for it. Yeah, exactly. He's got to use his imagination. Yeah, exactly. 
So, so Fraz, what do, what do you think about this last uh, excerpt? Um, like I said to you before, I've other than a city, I've never been near a horse in my life. Like, you need to stop getting your horses at a football match with a policeman on top of it. So. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking wanker <laughs> on top of it. Yeah, so I can't say I took much from it. I can't even say I understood half it. <laughs> it was it was a bit like technical knowledge there. Yeah. Alright, so so the last yeah. one is, is talking about the different kind of fae uh, nights. So it, yeah. it talks about the Green Knight being like the first of all the knights. Yeah. And it talks about the different kind of fey courtiers that you have in Equitaine. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Like a Lord of the Sea, like some guy called the Hooded Man. The Snow Child. Yeah, like 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 a lot of different. Yeah. So without without divulging too much information, you have the lady who is like this goddess. Yeah. And she has her own court. In the more immortal realm, mm. so she has these all these fae kind of knights, fae courtiers, all the people who have been sainted, they're allowed to join her court, and then occasionally she allows these courtiers, these knights to enter the mortal realm to help her people, and I think this is kind of alluding to what's going to be in the army book a little bit, okay. like the kind of the kind of units that you're going to expect so like perhaps so we're going to have like go ahead we're going to have like four four or five kind of fey units in yeah there's there could be there could be a few different fey fey units which are like related to the different the different court sons in the in the fey court So, like, you'll have, like, the snow child will have a kind of maybe wintery theme. Yeah. Potentially. Pot- pot- potentially, yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I okay. like that. I think that. I think that's a good, good thing. Like, the, the, like the customization that comes into, like, somehow that customization is not arbitrary. It's, it's, it's based on the seasons or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And, like, yeah. somehow, somehow related back to it. Yeah, and, and, and I, I also like this. And, and from, from the, the feedback that we have for so far, this is actually one of the, the things that people like the most. Okay, cool. Yeah, I feel like apart from the vampire kind of influence, this is like the next most interesting thing about uh, equity. Yeah. And, like, and it just adds something different. Like, you know, they're not just boring tin men anymore. They've got kind of this faith thing going through. They've got the vampire thing. I just feel like this is actually pretty good. Like, maybe that's because I'm not traditionally someone who likes, like, Equitaine or Britonia. But I, I, this is, like, my second favourite thing after the vampire uh, touches. I don't know what you call it. Influence. Yeah. Like, like that Influence. to me, I, I definitely agree. Like, 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 some of the basic, like, perhaps previous slim book influences are a bit just, like, a bit dry. Like to yeah. me, that that I I totally agree with you. Like, if you're gonna have a knight army, I I think these influences are great. And then the other one is peasant rebellion. Like that that one to me is the that that is. Yeah. The, I I like I, <laughs> I want to have like just a just a dude like a like a lot of anarchists who are like fuck the knights. Yeah, we're we're gonna. I was about to say that kind of I think I, you like that and like I would like a peasant rebellion. Like that says <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that shows the different cultures there. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I, I guess I guess that's kind of it. So, so I have a few questions for you guys. So, we talked about the Vermis one initially. Yeah. And we talked about the Kingdom of Ecotain. So, firstly, like, what's your impression of the Vermis one changes? Do you think it's like a good change or a bad change? Com- compared to the last. Compared to yeah, compared to the last lab. Okay, so I, I guess I'll start. And I think, I think overall, the changes are, are good. Uh, like, I, I, think, I think when I look, just look at, like, if I look at all the changes, I think that they, they have moved in the right direction. But some of them are moving perhaps in the, like, a little bit more complicated change, like the, the hereditary, for example. Like, yeah. it's, it's a bit... It's too complex. Yeah, it's just a bit too complex. And maybe some of the magic items in the same direction where, where like, they're, they're perhaps more balanced but they're also a bit too complex. And I feel like what's really missing is that we don't have the background supplement. Like, why do we have, we have a background supplement, like, okay, why is it the wrong reason, but like wrong ask, uh, questions, but, but, but like, we have a background supplement for the King of Equitain. Okay. So we have the, nothing for so, the Hermes so this is this is actually something with a project. So the Kingdom of Equitain background supplement. Yeah. So this is the first time the book has gone through like the correct, in inverted commas, like, process. Okay. So, so the idea moving forward is that before the books get released, yeah. first you have the background supplement, and then you have the Slim Army book. Okay. So the Kingdom of Equitone book is like the first book that's actually going to have the background supplement before the ah, Slim Army book. That's really good. Yeah. So this is something that we're changing, but it's something that's just happened now with the Kingdom of Equitain. This is the first book. Yeah. I, so I, I think that's a really good way to do it. So uh, I, I'm i trying to remember the name of the form guy uh, who does a lot of the Vermis form get like Spiknik or something like, I don't quite recall his name. Skipschnitt? Yeah, Skipschnitt or something like, he is like one of the lab members of Vermis form. And I think he's doing a really good job. Like I feel, and he replies to a lot of guys in the forum. So I feel like he's really putting effort in. Yeah. And he, he has replied to me personally a couple of times where he's explained, like, I, I said, like, I feel like this is weird. And he says, okay, well, the reason it's like this is because of this, you know, fluff reason. And I'm like, okay, well, I get that. Like, it makes that, sense, but I haven't even, seen it. Like, even, even if I personally yeah. don't agree with it on a gaming term, I can see why it appears. Yeah. And that, that adds a lot to me personally when I, when I read the rules. And that to me is like something that like when I when I read the the Vermin rules with his commentary, I get a lot more than when I just read yeah. the book. And, yeah. and 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 like I'm kind of missing that part. Yeah. Like and, I'm, and, I'm missing it. And like, and I hope, said, like this hope, is the right way to do yeah, it. Like I, I hope that. I hope with the King of Ectoin background supplement being released before the book is released, I hope that people will understand the book a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Fraz, have you actually seen the book yet? The KOE book? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yes, <laughs> I have. Are you still yeah. on the playtesting team? or? No, I'm not staff. Uh, he's he's like a true, a true Ronin in the <laughs> Nightmares. <laughs> you know, you know uh, what I, I think the, I think I can see things in the book. Um... I, I mean, when I say I've seen the book, I, I've skim-read it because I'm not really that interested in KOE. So I can kind of see some things, but I don't really, I don't know the book. I wouldn't say I could tell you much about the book. 
but uh, I, I could definitely think this is the way to go. Like, I feel a lot of the D moans would have probably been avoided if they had this out before the D book. And I think the same, like you're just saying there, Casimir, like the, the, the chariots in the VS book, I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but yeah. then they're saying, oh, uh, it's to do with it, like being Rome and a Circus Maximus and all that. And I'm like, I totally disagree with it, but at least I know why you've done it now. Yeah, but if, if, you, if you had like a vermin swarm you know, supplement chariots, chariots are... you maybe would have understood it a bit more. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Because like yeah. currently, yeah. I, yeah. I just read the book. I was like, you're just adding in chariots because chariots are good, and vermin swarm are like a bit slow. They don't have like a lot of stuff with Swiss so You're just adding that in because you don't have it. Yeah, I, I like a hundred percent. I like a hundred percent press. Like to me, that that like the reason I haven't made like any conversions for the Vermiform series is because I read the book and I was like, I had the exact same uh, reaction. I was These like, are the only reason there is chariots in this book is because somebody decided that there should be chariots because because chariots are good. Like, <laughs> and you're like, ah, fuck that! Like, no way! Like, I'm not making, I'm not making that unit. I, I don't know about the the Vermin latest patch. I mean, it seems to be a bit pointless, and I think they'll miss kind of the bigger problems like what what, prob- what problems do you think is the bigger the bigger problems like these things yeah these are like like I mean the Marmillos are a big offender the H-Bell is just not very good and a bit compli- complicated some of the items aren't great like they're missing these things and they're just kind of like we were saying oh it went up five points oh it went down five points doesn't really do anything doesn't really change much Fair enough. I, th- I, th- I think you're right, 100%. Um, how about the... So, guys, what, what do you think about the Kingdom of Equitain background? Like, we've we talked a little bit about the background and the and the supplement that we've been given. Like, how do you feel about the faction now? You've kind of been through it, like, in, in more depth. I'm definitely... I definitely think it's more interesting than the previous, like, uh, Warhammer first. I think there's way more to it, and it's more interesting. Yeah, I I would think so as well. Like there's there's more to build off of. I feel like there's still some some ways to go. Like when I what well, like so when we received the uh, infernal dwarf or the uh, demon supplement, I felt like it was more of a finished product. I was like I read it and I was like oh this is amazing. I want to know more about X Y Z. You know whatever it was. And I, I got excited myself. Like, in this one, I feel more like, like okay, so there's, as you say, Fraz, like, there's more than there was before. But I also feel like that there's more to build up. Like, I, I'm more excited, perhaps, for, for what you're going to put into the actual army book than I was before. Whereas when when I read the Demon or the ID book, I was like, I felt like I got, like, almost a full army book from just, like, the supplement, if you see what I mean. Like, yeah. I... I felt like I got everything. I, this one was more of a teaser. Yeah, exactly. Like there, there was, there was a little bit like there was more. It was more like I, I, I felt I needed to know, but but there was definitely like a couple of those stories. I felt like the, these stories I wanna like I wanna explore. Like yeah. the, there's more space here than it was before. Before it's very cramped, and and I was like, okay, well because it's so cramped, there's only one way to to build this, but. But now I, I I feel like there there's like at least three or four ways that you can go kind of and I, I like to see those ways explored. Cool. Okay. How about you, Fraz? 
Yeah, I, I agree. With, I agree, with Cassie. I, mean, I think like because there's more in this, it's more it, it sparks a bit of interest in the book at what you could do, and it, it also like opens up opportunities for the book to do things like rather than just knights, yeah. which is like the big kind of complaint about the book. Yeah, I mean, you have quite a big section about the Fey. There's a lot of like colonies, like these kind of yeah. like crusader states. I mean, and stuff no, like I'm actually, that. yeah, I'm actually like, see if you don't do like a kind of Mussolini vampire knight supplement, I'm going to be gutted because I'm sure I, I'm actually want to see that now. Yeah, I th- I think that's quite an obvious. Yeah, I mean, do. like it is, but it it'll, it like it might be obvious, but I think it's gonna be good. Like that, that's yeah. like I, I like even like it doesn't need to be original to be good, right? Like, no, like, no, no. like even if it it appears in warmer fluff and other fluff as well, right? Like, like, like just just the fact that it's inspiring. Like you you yeah. want it, you want to do it, and even if you do it, you can still play uh your your normal equitim army with those models yeah. like because it's kind of similar right yeah but I, I but i really really like the background and this i think this is somewhere where the backgrounds really hit like a really good nerve where like the history of equitim is like this this knightly vampire faction that's taking over the court mm. and then they they like occupy the country for many years then they they're like ousted by this human faction, yeah. But then the human faction like take on the same virtues and values yeah, that, the, so it's like that the vampires had. I think it's like really powerful actually. Like background, yeah. But I, I think like that that's what you like. If if I were to try to recommend something like that, that's what I would recommend. Like somehow building on that, so you like as me as a reader, I could tell that it comes from that somehow and like maybe there's some critique from why it comes from that and and you know and stuff like that where there was definitely some points in the background supplement that we read today that that i felt like well i can tell that this is just kind of just like direct copy from our furry legend or something like it like yeah it but, was, but, that, but that's it's also too, it's too direct like, but, that, but that's also what the equitain faction is inspired by yeah yeah, yeah. Is, is i our mean furry like, 100% like yeah. and some of those influences need to be there but i like what i'm trying to say is that uh i i i think personally that i'd like to have some like kind of interest like some kind of uh com- like you know you you make it a little bit more complex than just like yeah. straightforward you yeah. know like I okay, agree. it's like this. I agree. You know, that's not, that's, it's our furry legend. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, my big criticism is still that War of the Lilies thing. Like, just don't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not hard to do better than that. Like, could do better. It's not me, man. It's not me. I, I don't write this shit. I just get told, like, hey, bro, do you want to write an article? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just, just write, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. I think we're going to call it there. Yeah. But thanks very much for coming on the podcast. Thanks again, Casimir, for always inviting me to München and uh, hosting. It's great, great city of the south. <laughs> and uh, if you want to get in touch with us on the podcast, you can write to us at amatimedk at gmail.com. We will 100% read out your emails if you write to us. Um, no matter what bullshit you, yeah, it's okay. you say. A lot of profanity. Yeah. More, the more profanity, the better. But otherwise, we will see you on the next one. Oh, this is how deep
things now, yeah, this is how the modern state's scared. So I cut all the good stuff, yeah, I cut my food despite my Like I said I would, but I still know